Are, are we live? What's going on, everybody? I'm Kevin from Cigar It is Cop. Impromptu Night Live. It is Impromptu Night Live. We got Diggins over here. Literally what you did, he slid, slid into that chair, put them earbuds <laughs> on, and I'm like, three, two, one, and he's, there we one. go. You know, that's it. He is done. What is going on, everybody else? Let me go up here. Frontline Cigars was first. So, Pete F., what's going on, Pete? Um, who else we got? Um, John Steiner, what's going on, John? Let's see. Uh, I got uh, my uh, cousin-in-law, Katie Steiner, from uh, Lancaster, Ohio. So, any, 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 you know those people? It's like when everybody says, hey, I got a buddy. <laughs> yeah. I, got a, I got a buddy at home. He's got a beard just like you. His name's Tim. You know, you know him? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. We, all, we, we all hang yeah. out together. My, so. brother, my brother's got sleeves also. You know him? Yeah, yeah, my brother's got sleeves. He's got one tattoo. And uh, <laughs> yeah. what's, up, what, what's up, Bill Ragone? Yes, I am the Taco King. So, all right. Oh, yeah. I saw so, that thing that uh, <laughs> Bill posted on the group. Yeah, so, yeah, the ta- uh, got the taco bus. And uh, so, all right. Uh, what are you going to smoke? I am smoking an acid Cuba Arte, and I am smoking it backwards in honor of our guest, shirtless Mike Holmes. So, hey, I'm here. I'm not smoking the uh, Cuba Arte. I'm smoking the acid deep dish. Yeah. Huge box press, man. I love it. As far as the the rolling box press go, I'm going to smoke it backwards for Mike. Yeah, exactly. All right, Matt Scaife. Hey, uh, all you guys, I want to play something recruit with Chris Wark. What is going on? Uh, I want to play a video here real quick. Um, I just want to see if, if everybody out there can hear and see it, especially you, you as well, Diggin. So I'm um, just trying to, um, let's see, um, let me see if I can get this. And um, all right, where, where are we at? So Chrome tab. All right, share. Yes. Very nice. Okay. So you can hear it. All right. I so didn't hear it. I saw it. Okay. You couldn't hear it. Okay. Let me, let me try one, one thing just because I want to um, check one. How do I, okay. So did anybody at home hear that the sound to that? Cause that, that's what I need to figure out. Um, cause I need to figure out how to attach the sound. So, all right. So we'll, we'll figure that one out. We'll figure that one out later. Um, could see it. Volume was very low. So there was volume. All right. I'll, I'll figure that out. Um, uh, late, later on. So let me, uh, let me close out that tab. All right. So we're, um, all right. So before we start, I just want to let everybody know, um, uh, Fox Cigar has um, um, come out with a great little, kind of like a, a little sampler for us. It's for um, all the subscribers to uh, our subscribe star. There should be a, um, a, no, um, a link in the comments below. Um, a five pack of cigars for 15 bucks and free shipping. So not everybody, Dang. not everybody's going to get the same cigar and it's not going to be just cigars they can't sell. So um, for, for um, uh, the deal with their sponsorship and the advertising uh, funds, you know, that's how they're making it up is, is uh, giving everybody some, some great deals. So $15, five cigars, free shipping. And um, uh, so the link is down below. 
for the subscribe star. It's also on the Cigar Prop website, and it's also on um, uh, the new website for the Cigar Show. It's called tapthatcigar.com. I am going to adjust my camera a little bit, my headspace. I've been doing a lot of research. How's um, how's the the visual looking? It took like an hour. I think it looks good. Okay, because like I said, uh, it took me like an hour to get what they call, and I don't have it perfect, like this little Rembrandt right here, this little like shadow that took forever okay. to get that. Apparently, the cinematic thing with the lighting, it was a nightmare. So um, Again, see, I, I did not go to any uh, film or art design school. I, I don't know. If, it looks good to me, man. Oh, okay. You know? I, I, did, I, I like I went, the light you've got behind you. I, I went to art school on YouTube. Um, that's where I've been for two weeks. Um, just so that that is yeah. my de- that is my degree. Uh, Ken Anderson, what's going on? Uh, Bob uh, Bob Dog, thank you very much. Um, if you pay, is it a you pay for what you get type of cigars? No, I am assured that these are going to be very good cigars. But even if they were like house blends, five cigars, fifteen bucks, free shipping. How are you going to go wrong with that? So, oh the yeah. uh, the, the ever amazing Linda Baird. So, um, hey, Linda Baird. So, all right, let's uh, let's bring our uh, let's bring our guest on. I don't have anything really else tonight. Um, we got some stuff. I think we're gonna be giving some stuff away since we didn't have a show last night because of the Super Bowl. So, uh, um, uh, we're having a um, our giveaway hosted by Corona Cigar tonight. So, let's bring on uh, the man, the myth, the legend that never wears a shirt, and I did not expect that angle. From hey, him. well, so I'm it, just letting my new cigar. Oh uh, no! Yeah, it is. Uh, it is shirt, <laughs> shirtless, Mike. So uh, I'm going to let's see. Uh, you know, yeah. So I'm uh, I'm trying to think. So I got a uh, a acid. I'm not the dick pic angle. I'm sorry. Yeah, no dick pics tonight. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> so I've got the uh, the acid Cuba Arte. So it's a Bellicoso. These are actually easier to smoke backwards because uh, because of the Bellicoso, they don't come yeah. um, come unraveled. Um, as much, but if you do it properly, it's you're not going to get an unraveling, anyways. So let let's let's lead. Well, first of all, let's introduce yourself, uh, shirtless Mike. Um, you uh, you are a contributor for Stogie Press with a uh, uh, Boston Jimmy. Everybody knows Boston Jimmy. We talked about you a little bit when uh, Jimmy was on the show. So uh, what what else do you do? Where are you from? What is that accent? What what is that accent from? I'm from Florida. Are you born and raised in yeah, born and raised in Brevard County, Florida. You know, um, you know, I was born in Melbourne at Holmes Regional. No relation to the family <laughs> that uh, owned the hospital. Yeah, if so, I wouldn't be as broke as I am. But <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm from Brevard County. I currently live in Melbourne. I grew up between you know Rockledge, mostly in Rockledge, Florida which is like 20 minutes north. And then, you know, I grew up a little in Cocoa, but just for a couple of years, although I used to, you know, be around Cocoa a lot and still am, you know, I always say the hood and the suburbs. So, <laughs> you know, I'm just a, I'm kind of a, you know, urban white dude. So, so, so right, I don't right. have an accent. I'm just me. <laughs> okay. I, I didn't know if there was. I thought you I, were from up north somewhere. I, I, I would have thought like a little bit. It must be that Boston Jimmy running r- uh, rubbing off on you. I would have thought maybe. I mean, I have a lot of friends that are, you know, from up north. But, um, you know, I get along with everybody, though. So, I don't so, know. I listen to a lot of East Coast hip hop, too. 
So that that definitely that makes sense right there as, as well. So let, let's let's get into it. You smoked the acid Cuba art or acid Cuba Cuba backwards as a challenge, or you accepted yes. the challenge from me. Had you ever smoked that cigar before? Yeah, I smoked it before. Um, when I first started getting into cigars around twelve years ago, you know, I I got into you know I smoked the flavored cigars here and there and then eventually my palate grew away from that but um you know so i'm very familiar with you know the profile of a of a cuba cuba and it definitely definitely was a big surprise like i i don't even i don't know if you even said on your show i can't couldn't remember so like i just went live with it and somebody like mentioned that oh are you not getting any more of the the infusion and I was like you know what you're absolutely right I'm not and at first it was just like kind of earthy which I'm not big into earthy cigars but um you know I eventually you know I, just, I smoked that I paid for it. I didn't like ask somebody <laughs> if I could have one so I smoked the whole thing after work one night and did the video then finished it so, so, so it definitely was very interesting uh and I'm glad that I took the challenge because I learned something new so right on, um, um, uh, Diggins, you're smoking it backwards. What what are your what are your thoughts? You know, I'm barely I, I've barely dipped into it. This is the uh, the deep dish that I'm yeah. smoking backwards, and uh, you know, it starts off with the obviously the infused flavors that you're going uh, to expect. It seems to be a lot more mellow than the other one I had. But again, I'm not an infused guy. I mean, I just don't generally smoke infused cigars. So uh, and I, I even uh, thought to myself, well, I hope it's not terrible. And I, I always bring a second cigar when I sit down. But uh, hopefully this will be all right, man. It's not so bad so far. Yeah, um, uh, I, I'm in, and I do and I don't smoke as many infused cigars <coughs> as I used to. But but Jessica and I, I mean, we probably keep God, I would say we probably have 200 infused cigars in our humidor. Um, so um, uh, maybe. I don't know, maybe that might be 10% of, of, of what our overall, we don't smoke them all. Sometimes we'll go weeks, maybe a month without smoking, and then I'll smoke two or three in a week. So it's just something, you know, that, um, um, that, that, I, that I do. But I know the Cuba Cuba. I know this Cuba Arte backward, backwards and forwards. I'm telling you right now, if you, if, you, if you gave me money and you lit this cigar and gave it to me, I couldn't tell you. I wouldn't be able to tell you it was a Cuba Arte. Um, it's just, <laughs> I don't. It makes me second guess everything about infused cigars. How are they infusing them? Is the entire cigar infused? Is it something with that sweetened tip that mixes with the infusion, you know, in your mouth, kind of like a two-part epoxy? You need both of them to blend. Mm -hmm. So I don't, I don't know. So uh, once again, anybody out there uh, that wants to try that, um, um, I, I tell everybody what's going on, brother. Um, I tell everybody, uh, uh, always pick a cigar that you know hands down, forward and back, and smoke that one backwards, and you'll be blown away. And like I always say, the Camacho Criollo, I have yet to smoke one forward after smoking it backwards. That is just the way I smoke every mm -hmm. single one of those because it's such a fantastic um, cigar backward. Uh, all right, Mike, what are you smoking tonight? Uh, right now, well, before I came up, well, the first one I was smoking was a – Rosa Sharon by Southern Draw, because I gave plasma earlier. I sold myself. 
Yeah. So got some money for some plasma. So I, I had to wait a couple <laughs> hours before I can smoke again. So I start off with something milder. And right now I'm smoking a Hoya Black. I figured since Drew Estate, you know, sponsors this, and plus this sponsors Stogie Press, uh, I might as well smoke the Hoya Black because it's one it's one that I enjoy. So yeah, right, I right on. Why they, not? They they keep calling Jessica to give a uh, plasma because uh they uh, all the time because she has that that weird, she has the most rarest blood, so she has like that mm. that that type that AB negative or whatever that only like eight people in the world have. I don't know what it is, but it, it's the rarest. <laughs> so, so they, they, they want, you know, that they definitely want her to cheat and she never, never can get in, you know? Uh, and yeah, it and was my get. first time. So it was a good experience. Uh, I, I thought it would take a whole lot longer, um, but it was fun. My brother, he tried to, he, he did it before, but for whatever reason that he gave, he um, didn't want to, or he, uh, he couldn't do it because I guess they couldn't find the veins. So he was there for like 10 minutes. Then he went back to my house, and then I was there uh, giving plasma. And it, it wasn't too bad except for my, my armrest kind of broke a little. <laughs> and I thought I was keeping my arms straight. And towards the end, like the needle, you know, got moved, and it was kind of hurting. But the, the girl who put it in, though, she actually did a really good job. It was my fault that the needle moved, so – so right on. Oh, digging your back. So um, yeah, you cut out there for a second. All so right. um, yeah, um, yeah. I'm I'm up to I think three gallons. I donate my blood. Um, I'm always there for like a wicked long time, and um, um, because like I said I have I mean like veins, especially with the tattoos, and and my veins yeah. are and my veins are rollers. So I always leave with two bandages. I usually try hitting um, uh, um an arm. They can't hit the vein, so they'll come back to the other arm. And then, so I always end up leaving with two, but I remember I had this, um, and I was giving for, uh, the American cancer society, um, years and years ago, cause I was signing up for their CPS three study and uh, yeah, it had to take a little bit of blood and, um, uh, the lady's like, which arm? And I go the right arm and I go, but you're probably not going to hit it. Nobody else does. And she was like, oh, she had to have been 65 years old, 70 years old. And she's like, son, I've been doing this for a long time. And I go, yeah, that's what everybody says. She gets the needle lined up in my arm, turns her head like this away from me, sticks it, hits me the first time. And I go, <laughs> I go, damn. And uh, she's the only one. So digging, you're shaking your head over there. You're not a, not a, Dude, blood I cannot do it, man. I cannot do it. Uh, man, <laughs> if it was down to like dire straits and I had to, you know, eat, I would go walk down the highway and pick up aluminum cans before I went and donated. <laughs> I just cannot do it, man. It makes me sick. It's just, uh, and people say, yeah, well, how I, I was good because you're covered in tattoos. Yeah. But that's not intravenous. That's, you know, that's some, yeah. or dermal. Oh yeah. yeah it was a good experience. Got a little extra money and I'm going to do that every so often just to, you know, help out with the cigar budget. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, I, man. I, 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 God, I know that, you know, hopefully Jimmy slides some cigars your way because this is not. Oh, yeah, he definitely, you know, I, I definitely rated Team Adora quite a bit, but I'm not like a dry beggar. <laughs> I'm not going to go over there and like just go straight to Team Adora and be like, hey, what you got today? What you got today? Yeah, yeah. No, I'll just you be over there who hand me stuff. Yeah, you can do that, Mike. But I always bring my own stuff. Yeah. Do you have a, a humidor set aside for the ones that you're going to review? Uh, well, I don't really do reviews like that. I assist. So, um, so he actually, 
he has a humidor set aside for ones that are reviews. And every once in a while, I will help out, but I don't do like solo reviews. I only write the Cigar 101 and Cigar Lifestyle articles, two articles every month. So, so I'm not that much of a pro yet. I got like 12 years under my belt, but still got a long way to go when it comes to picking out flavors. I can pick out a lot of stuff, but sometimes it's just, you know, I'm not there. It, it and and sometimes that that's all people want, you know. I guess if you're, it's different when you're writing a review versus visual, you know, because Jimmy's mm, yeah. Jimmy's really good. He's actually one of the few. I mean, there's probably only a handful of guys out there that I can I can watch or uh, read a, a review, and then I can really get in my mind what he's talking about. A lot of guys, I mean, writing a review. That is that is hard. That is super hard to, to do, you know. Yeah, uh, I mean, and- I can tell you right off the bat if it's a good cigar or not, and I can pick up, you know, different flavors, you know. But certain stuff, it's just like it takes a while, and I'm just like, I don't know. And then, but so if I help out, he includes what I get. But you know, we just bounce. I'm like, are you getting this? Because I'm getting this, and then you know, I might have to, you know, once he tells me what he got, I kind of think about it a little deeper. And, you know, see, you know, is, you know, cause it's, it's not that hard, but at the same time, it takes a while for, you know, to identify, just like he says, like, you just got to think in your head, like, you know, from your spice cabinet, you know, like, what are you getting? It, 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 exactly. So let's just say hi to a couple of people. My, my good buddy, Tom Whittemore, uh, Kevin Corbliss, anybody on Twitch? So if anybody's got a Twitch account, log in on Twitch. I need the, uh, I need, I need the viewers over there. Uh, smoking Ronnie, what's going on? Martina Maya, Martina Maya showed up. So what, what it be? What's big, going on? Big, big Mike. That must be a friend of yours. I don't recognize Big Mike, but he's on Twitch. Yeah, you know? I'm not sure unless they so, say who they are. Yeah. So, so uh, I need some Diggins info. Never heard of him. I know he's the co-host, and everyone knows shirtless Mike needs to put his shirt on. Uh, that's uh, Ke- Ke- <laughs> Kevin. Take Par- my shirt off. Yeah, Kevin Perro. So. Uh, um, Smiley face twelve thirty four. Are you related to Sherlock? That's over here on um uh, Periscope. No, but I, I am related to John Holmes. Yeah, so, yeah, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. <Nice>. So, so <laughs> I, th- I think he was talking about uh Diggins with the hat. Maybe I I don't I don't know. Smoking Ronnie. Uh, I'm here all alone again. I appreciate you coming over there, uh, uh, Ronnie. So, um, hey, oh hey, Robert. So Diggins. Everybody knows. Uh, yeah. So so um uh shirtless Mike. With uh, um, a contributor for Stogie Press who needs to start contributing more because he's a, more. an absolute amazing writer. So, um, uh, and then um, um, Frontline Cigars, you want me to leave here and go to Twitch? Hey, yeah, if you could, Mo, I definitely appreciate that. I need really two people over there. Um, so, who who is Diggins? So, uh, um, and um, I, I'll tell everybody how I found Diggins. Um, um, how, wait a minute, how the hell did I? I did, you know, it's. Um. it's 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 one of those things. It's like shirtless Mike. It's like, how the hell did I find shirtless Mike? You know, you know what it was is um, because I've been smoking for a very very long time, and I just recently started going 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 onto YouTube and doing a search for the cigar that I'm smoking at that time, um, and then that kind of brought me over to the cigar groups that you find on Facebook, and so I started uh, maybe in what november december oh last year yep and um i guess you saw that i was starting to get active in the i'd tap that cigar group yes and so you sent me a friend request and i said i sent you a message and i said dude that's funny about your friend request 
because I was thinking about starting to do some reviews. And so we talked briefly about it. And then whenever I uploaded a few weeks ago, just a quick, you know, intro, really. And, uh, you know, Kevin, yeah. you hit me up right away. Yeah, we, we got a well, lot. Well, that's who I am. I'm nobody. Yeah, he's. <laughs> yeah. He, he, I mean, Diggers is a cool cat. I've, you know, talked to him here and there since he added me on the book. And, yeah. uh, you know, I just found him through here. And Kevin, I think how I uh, met you, you know, I saw you around in the cartel, C2. Yeah. Yes. And uh, when we went to the Great Smoke last year, you know, I saw you on your way and I was about to be on my way, too, because, you know, you live like two hours from me. I live like less than two hours from West Palm. So you were leaving like super early in the morning. I left by like 9, 30, yeah. 10 a.m. or something like that. And um, and so then I met you at the Great Smoke and then, you know, just started following you know, since I was your Facebook friend and all that, you know, and I admit I don't watch every single last video. I'm not a stalker. Yeah, yeah. But I definitely try to, you know, catch everything that I can. I, I say, same um, here. I you follow... know, and if, if you have a guest on, I try to, you know, either watch the whole show live or um, if not, then I'll, I'll watch it later on. Like if I happen to be at work or something, you know, I get off work and smoke and, you know, like to catch up on all the content that I missed while I was making money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're good shows to put on, you know, almost as a, a podcast where it's a radio broadcast and you can listen to it. And then, you know, I do it a lot while I'm driving down the road and I'll just have my phone on the dash and I'll glance over, you know, but it's it's a really good listen. Yeah, I'm, uh, and, I, and I download all the audio from every show that we do and I put it out there in the podcasting world. So anybody, we're on all the podcasting sites. So you can always, you know, uh, listen to us without watching as well. But uh, Kevin Paro, okay, so need shirtless Mike t-shirts. Those would be interesting. Here's what I see for a shirtless Mike t-shirt is, is it's, it is a, a tan colored shirt with like screen print nipples. And then right where <laughs> Mike's tattoo, his rocker is, Oh, my light went off. Um, we need, uh, that needs to say shirtless Mike. So we need shirtless yep. Mike t-shirts that look. I've like actually came up with a few ideas and I've tried to release them a couple times and um, it didn't quite work out how I really wanted to, but I've, um, you know, I got one wow. that I made for myself that I wore last year to the great smoke that says it's about that time. And there's a cigar in the middle. It says Mike Holmes is wearing a shirt. You know, I get a lot of responses from that, yeah. you know, and then I also made one, I made one that was like supposed to be like limited edition, but it never really took off because I was using, um, I don't want to, you know, I don't really have a whole lot of capital to spend or whatever. So I wanted, I use Bonfire because Bonfire, you can, you know, they handle all that. You just get a cut, which is not ideal, but at the same time, you don't have to have like a whole bunch of shirts on you. You don't have to worry about shipping it out. The company does that and they just order it online. But uh, I had like one or two orders or something like that, but they only, they only do it if you have like a minimum of five orders. So then it like, you know, returns people their money and didn't really All quite work on. out, but I'm, I'm always down to go back to the drawing board. Yeah. You, you should know, um, to get um, something catchier. Well, I like at, the idea that Kevin had with yeah. the, the rocker and the tattoos, same color as, you know, maybe Simpsons yellow or something and, yeah. you know, nipples on it. And then just get Stogie Press to sponsor it, you know, have uh, yeah. Stogie Press on the back, stogiepress.com, and, uh, you know, maybe get a few more sponsors. I think it, it, exactly. Uh, exactly. Um, and look into Printful because um, um, 
all of my t-shirts now, uh, like the I tap that ones, I keep those on hand. But all the uh, the cigar prop ones, I use a company called Printful. They're kind of like Teespring, but um, but Printful has I think the best quality out there because I looked at all of them. And like yeah. you, you can load up your design, you can pick all the shirts, hoodies, long sleeve, and if somebody orders one, they print one. You know, so there's no minimum. Um, same thing. It kind of mm. sucks is you only get a cut. You know, so instead yeah. of so instead, I mean, of, I'll look into it. You know. Yeah, so um, um, I, I definitely like like that one, you know, that, that company. So, wow. Yeah, I'll definitely be no looking into that because that's, that's been on something I wanted to do because it's, it's ironic, you know, shirtless Mike coming out with a shirt. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So uh, so how's, how's that cigar going, Diggins? It, the infused flavor has almost completely dissipated. It's just a cigar. I, I can't say that it tastes fantastic it, and, uh, you know, it's just a cigar, but the flavor as far as infusion is gone, which I find pleasant. Yeah. It's uh, it's just kind of, it kind of, kind of strange there. So, so Mike, I see you're, uh, you're drinking some water tonight. Is that what you uh, normally pair? Yeah. What, what, do you, what do you normally pair with cigars? I mean, I drink a lot of water, so I like to drink water to keep my palate fresh. Um, you know, sometimes, you know, if I drink alcohol, you know, uh, like like a beer, I don't I'm not really I don't really care what type of beer per se. Uh, a friend of mine came over last night, uh, my friend Justin Shafio, who has a cigar brand. And he was, uh, you know, let me smoke a sample to kind of give my opinion on, you know, if I liked it or what should he tweak about it. And uh, he brought over this one beer. It's called like Bacher or something like that. You could get it from Aldi for like six bucks for a six pack. <laughs> and it wasn't too bad. It was, you know, nice German beer. And, uh, you know, I like uh, I like a little scotch every once in a while, but I don't really drink a lot of alcohol the way I used to. And if I do drink alcohol, like I only like once I get to a certain level, because since I don't drink a lot, when I do drink, I really turn up. Yeah. So. Eventually, I just stopped smoking the cigar because I'm just like, you know, distracted and just feeling myself. <laughs> I, I've, had, I've had some companies reach out, some like smaller like boutique companies, and they're like, "Hey, we'd like to send you a cigar, like something we're working on." And um, uh, twice now, they're like, "But we'd like to, you know, have you smoke it with just or uh, and, and drink nothing but water, you know, have a, a clean palate you know, <laughs> a couple hours after you eat." And I've turned I've turned them both down. I go, that, "That's not that's not how I do it." I drink Bacardi. It's not an accurate review because all of your reviews, every single one, is diet soda yeah. and Bacardi. Yeah, Bacardi and diet soda. I go, that, that's just, that's how, you know, I, I don't know. I, I've been drinking it so long, I feel that I can pick out the difference. I can pick out the Bacardi and diet that's on my palate and then just forget about that. And I can concentrate sure. on the cigar. Now, there are times that, that people have seen me that Bacardi and diet has not paired well. Uh, with that particular cigar, they didn't complement each other, and then I just go get like a Bacardi Dark. So there is always a Bacardi that pairs well with with everything else. So, <laughs> but um, um, I'll, I'll start with you, Mike, and we'll go to Diggins. Um, uh, what what, do, what have you been smoking this week? Last two weeks, what have you been? Is there something you've been you've been digging on that you've been uh, uh, smoking more of? But what is your what what have you been what have you been smoking? Well, uh, the past few weeks, and really since like the beginning of the new year. Um, because I used to be, you know, knee deep in debt because my home shop would let me keep uh, a tab there, which they know, you know, I always pay. So I finished that off and then I actually found, um, 
you know, towards the beginning of this year, I found like a good everyday bundle cigar that's not crap. And uh, it's made by Z from Cordoba Morales. You know, I get like a, you know, a 25 of them for like 35 bucks. And I've been smoking a lot of those. Um, when last time I went to my home shop, what was I smoking? Like I've been smoking a lot of their house blend made by Cordoba Morales. They have a Maduro. They have a Habano. I like to smoke that. Um, I smoke a lot of Southern Draw, which I smoke the Rose of Sharon. And I got this for later, the the kazoo lustrum oh i haven't uh, i like I the kudzu this oh. was the number one cigar of the year on stogie press this year for the top 25 list on stogie press and it's a like the cigar is very consistent and you know every time i smoke it you know there's no flaky ash the ash holds on really well and it, it's a really good cigar I, I mean but generally i smoke some of everything but just all every single day, I'm smoking my everyday cigar um, because that you know it's easier on the pockets. And then when I go to a shop and I'm actually hanging out, then I'll get something a little nicer. And today, I actually before I went, I went to go get some better cigars, you know, since I made a little extra money. And I, I like to play at the internet uh, cafe. There's a few internet cafes where you can play like internet slots or whatever, and you know, technically they're illegal or whatever, but they have, you know, certain ways that they go around it or whatever. But um, I was playing with 30 bucks and I ended up hitting for $643. And you can only get like 500, you know, on that day. You know, you have to go pick up the rest of it like 24 hours later. Yeah. Uh, so I went, you know, after that, I was like, shoot, I did good. So I, I bought like 60 bucks worth of cigars. I bought some uh, Catelli cigars uh from a place in century because i didn't feel like going all the way to rockledge so i went to a place that's like you know it's a little closer it's like 10 minutes closer to me or whatever so went there got the southern draw stuff got some catelli got the hoya couple hoya blacks like um, what i'm smoking now and i smoke some some of everything doesn't matter if it's mild medium full body like my palate's pretty broad Oh, right, right on. So, uh, um, uh, um, Global Leaf, Bill Ragone, uh, take care. Uh, Pipe Smoker, Cowboy Chris, what is going on? New England Cigar <laughs> Militia, Kevin Perro, you're going to get hammered in. No, because I'm driving down in the morning. And I'm driving <laughs> home in the afternoon. So, I got uh, 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 places to be, things cannot to do. Cannot be hammered. I cannot be hammered because the great smoke is on a Saturday and we got a show on Sunday. You know, so... Um, um, Bro, just uh, just yeah. stay down there and just do it remotely, man. Yeah, I, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm definitely gonna do a remote from a, a Corona wants me to come up and do a remote, so I'm gonna definitely uh, do up there one day. So Diggin, Dig, Diggins can be jealous of uh, uh and because Corona is such a fantastic place. So I'm, uh, I'm hoping <laughs> Diggins will come out and join me at the, uh, um, uh, the, uh, um, the JC Newman factory tour when they reopen. So. That that would be awesome, Adam Wolf. What is going yeah. on? Is grabbing a drink with my boss since it's my birthday tomorrow. Well, happy early birthday, uh, smoking. Happy birthday, smoking. I told, I told Drew Newman that when I do come out, I'm bringing the puppy that I named Newman with me, yeah. and he said, oh. "Please do. Y'all are more than welcome." It's right oh. on, man. Hell yeah! <laughs> uh, a smoking lead, which infused cigar is digging smoking? Um, he is smoking. Which, which one? The deep dish, so the uh, the which is the uh, I think it's just the acid Cuba Cuba in a box press, 
and just huge uh, box press. Yeah, yeah a huge uh, um, box press. Corona is awesome. De- definitely. So. Yes, it is. So um, it's um, only before, an hour from me. Oh man! So before I get to uh, um, Diggins, um, uh, what was that cigar you said uh, from Cordoba uh, Morales, Mike? Which one? Like my the my you my said, home shop house blend, did, did, did or just my everyday cigar? Didn't you say that they were making a bundle stick um, or something? The Z? Or- yeah, I mean they make several different bundle sticks. Uh, I don't know if they're like you know just at my home shop, uh, you know, because he makes different stuff for everybody. So okay, because um, you know uh, it's just some stuff that they had on the shelf, and I I tried one. And it was pretty good. It was a little more expensive, but this one, you know, it's got a perfect size. It's not the prettiest wrapper, but I mean, it lasts a good long time. Um, you so know, for I, I, twenty-five I love, for thirty-five bucks, it's yeah, not a bad I, deal. I, I love Cordoba and Morales, everything they make. So um, they're Finca Santa Fe, which is made with the FXG. Mm-hmm. Diggins, you got to remember that one's made with the Florida Sungrow, the Finca Santa Fe, fantastic cigar. Yeah, I gotta try one because like they're more expensive stuff. I haven't don't really smoke a lot of super expensive cigars, yeah. but now that I'm not keeping credit, you know, I'm trying to eventually get to where I'm like having a stockpile again because I started a stockpile a couple years ago. Had a cooler door set up, was filling it up every week or every two weeks, and I just making small purchases here and there. And uh, so I'm going to work back to doing that. So I'm not just constantly spending money every single week on cigars. (laughs) Exactly. Quakes 30. Thanks for joining us, Joe. What is going on? Um, uh, Bob dog. Yeah. FSG is, uh, is badass. Uh, Chico Ray. Have you smoked the uh, Finca Santa Fe by um, Cordoba and Morales with the, uh, um, the, um, um, the, the FSG in it? So, um, uh, so Diggins, what have you been uh, the last week um, uh, since we've seen you last, uh, since last Sunday? Okay, so uh, let me think here. You know, this week, again, I, I always go to Crowned Heads Juarez. That's always a, a good stick. Love it. Yeah, um, Je- Je- and Jessica this week, and I. Again. Yeah, yeah so ahead. Jessica and I just, just uh, smoked and reviewed that cigar finally. I, I, I what do you I, think? I, I can't believe how good it is. Now, now maybe you can answer this for me because I, I wasn't sure, or if Mike knows, um, is that from what I, I, I read, that is a Thompson exclusive, or can you other people said they're able to get that elsewhere? You can get that a lot of places. Okay, because it's according, not a Thompson exclusive. Okay, because according to what we read on um from our uh, paperwork, maybe that was something old. Maybe I was reading some old information. It was originally developed for Thompson cigar as a Thompson mm. exclusive. So all right, so I'll make sure when I when I uh, upload that video, I'll, I'll put that in the notes. That is not a Thompson, so you can find the Juarez. Yeah, I mean, because I, I I can find it at my less than um lovely local brick and mortar so if they've got it you can pre- probably find it in a lot of places okay so uh cool so um other than that um uh the juarez now did you see they're making the juarez shots like the smaller ones i didn't see that no I where was did they just release that news um i just saw that news like last week and it was um in one of the emails that i get and um and i don't know if they're like um um like the firecracker size that uh that like Saka makes or if they're mm-hmm. like the um, uh, um, there's another company that makes them. They're called Shotguns, and they yeah. they, you know, they come in a box that look like shotgun shells. Texas Texas Cigar Brothers has the 12 gauge 
okay, maybe, call it the twelve gauge, and that, that, they're the exact same size as a, a longer, like the, was it three and three and a quarter, I think, or something like that. Okay, so I think they're called the uh, the Juarez shots or something. So, so uh, other okay. than that, what what are you and what have you been digging on? Man, I'm telling you, I, I, I bought those couple of the Hirochi Robina blues uh, a couple weeks back and uh, smoked them, loved them so much. I had to pick up a box. I'm starting to think this just might be a year of Hirochi for me. Again, it's early in the year. Yeah. But Hirochi has really impressed me the last week, two weeks. You know, we've got many, many weeks to go, but golly, Hirochi. I, I tell you, I've, I've had you know it, it's the beginning of the year, but I, I've had some fantastic cigars. And um, like I said it's uh, and, and I've already started my you know top list of c- top cigars of 2020 already. You know, I've got a couple cigars on that list, and I'll tell you, I'm further along this year than I was in 2019. You know, 2018, I had I don't know 30 cigars on my list. You know, mm-hmm. 2019, I, I I didn't even have 20 all year long. So. Um, now, Mike, um, uh, you guys did the uh, uh, like the top cigar list of Stogie Press, but you took like the top, yeah. you you took the top cigars. Explain how you guys came up with your um, uh, top list. All right. Well, um, base. Well, with Boston Jimmy, he reviews the cigars every year, so you know he scores them and all that. So, as far as the official top twenty-five list that comes out on Stogie Press. What he does, he goes back and, you know, he'll – he goes back and sees, like, which ones scored, you know, like, say, you know, one's a 97 or, you know, he kind of, like, goes back and he, you know, he might smoke it again or whatever and, you know, and makes it into the top list. Um, now, for my article that I came out with that me and Boston Jimmy kind of collaborated on, um, what we did, we, you know, we looked at as many, you know, big, small – or medium size, um, uh, you know, media outlets, you know, just whatever print media is out there that puts out a top 25 list. And I actually started out doing it the hard way as far as compiling the list. Cause I was just going to each list and looking and I probably missed some or, you know, counted some more than twice. And Boston Jimmy was like, Mike, Mike, hold on, hold on. And then, you know, I went over to his house and he 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 got a spreadsheet, and he, you know, he put the the list together and everything, and you know, uh, you know, we just went list to list, and then we, you know, just basically saw like what top eleven cigars, you know, were 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 uh, mentioned more than one time, and you know, basically, and I wrote the you know the article. I talked about why end of the year lists are important. Because a lot of times consumers and uh, brand uh, consumers, you know, they're like, oh, well, lists don't matter to me. Well, obviously, they do matter if you're talking that much about it every single year. And so I talked about how uh, the end of the year lists are, you know, important to um, consumers and brand owners so that they could see, like, who's talking about their cigar for that year um, and, you know, because like the average consumer isn't like me or you or Diggins. Uh, the average consumer, you know, th- th- they'll just go to, you know, they might only smoke like a couple cigars a week, maybe one cigar a month. And that's just the, you know, the basic average, you know, everyday Joe consumer. 
And so they'll go to like cigar aficionados top list and like they literally will pour into the cigar shop and they you know, they want to try whatever, you know, whatever cigars ended up on the list uh, just because it's so popularized. And um, and so we just, you know, did it kind of make a point that these are cigars that have showed up multiple times. These are the top 11 ones that you should be paying attention to. Um, because it's important because there's a there's a, a distinct reason why certain cigars showed up more than one time. Exactly. Now, and I like that idea because you're not what you're doing is you're getting a, a compilation of everybody's thoughts as opposed yeah, yeah. to uh, a lot of the guys when you, you may read a review from a certain publication and say, well, let's go back through the last 12 issues and see who their biggest advertiser was. And yeah, yeah. a lot of times he'll be up on top of, of the, you know, list. So exactly. I like the fact that you guys don't play like that. You know, you're going into these 10, 12, 13, even more publications uh, and pulling out their thoughts and sharing yeah, them. With yeah. Them. That was just for my article. Like how, you know, like I said, he compiles, you know, our official list, you know, totally different. And I probably didn't even give all the details, which you probably won't want me to give all the details because, you know, I'm, you know, you know, some things need to remain a mystery, but, um, you know, it, it's, it's all about the data, you know what I'm saying? It's all like, he used to never assign scores to it. He came yeah. up with the, you know, he came up with the guidelines of why a cigar is going to be um, scored a certain way. And, you know, it used to start off like at 96. So it, it was pretty easy for certain cigars to um, to be scored kind of high. Although, you know, the the Southern Draw Kudzu Lustrum, that, that was rated in 99 for this past year. So, I mean, that's the only cigar that got rated that high. So obviously, if that's the only cigar, that's going to be the number one cigar. And then from there, you're going to look at, you know, 97s and 98s and so on and so forth. But now uh, the rating scale, as he explained in um, on the top 25 article, and now starts at 97. So points could either be deducted or added, you know, but it's the starting point is 97 now because that way it'll really it will really cut up the heat. It will really show you know, which cigars are going to come out on top at the end of the year because it added, it made it just a little bit harder for a cigar to end up in that top to even become a candidate. So right on. So uh, um, uh, Tom Walsh says the shots are four by 50. Um, and then um, uh, BJ Tilden, uh, he says the, the Juarez Willie Lee is the exclusive. Now, have you had the Willie Lee? Uh um, I have not had the uh, the Juarez Willie Lee. I'm gonna have to uh, I'm gonna have to look at that look at look for that one. So Quakes Thirty, uh, you're a but I have never met a Crowned Heads I didn't like. Yeah, um, I, I'm I'm trying I to agree. I'm trying to think. Um, th there have been some that have been outside my um my palate range, like they weren't in my wheelhouse. Um, like mm -hmm. I said, uh, and for me, you know, um, I, I'm I'm a Buckeye. Everybody knows I'm a Buckeye. That Buckeye land that he did that was a little bit outside my wheelhouse. Now I've, I, you know, I've got three or four more. I, I try and smoke them and it's, it's like, you know, I, I don't know. It just, that, that cigar is not one that I go back to. I can appreciate for what that cigar is, but um, mm -hmm. um, it's just not, it's just not in my, uh, in my wheelhouse of, of cigars that, that I like now. And, and I didn't know if either one of you, because I submitted mine and Jessica's list to um, half wheel 
for the uh, to make it. You know, they do their compilation. You know, kind of like the consensus. The the consensus, and um, I don't think I'm going to do that next year because they kind of bad mouth cigar reviewers. On the um, yeah, I've heard many people about say that a little after it happened. Yeah, yeah, they they, they said that um, um, like they're like he he kind of dissed a guy or a list that he says um, the CEA the CAO Brasilia was was on his list as number one cigar, and he goes, "That's a cigar that's been around longer than Half Wheel." So and, he, and, uh, and I'm like, well, "What does that make a difference?" That guy really, and I, I love the CAO Brasilia, and I'm like, "But that was that guy's number one cigar." So what, what's it make a, what's it make a difference? Who's, you know, how long the cigar has been out. And so he kind of, you know, he, he put cigar and I, and I like cigar coop. William Cooper's a good guy. You know, he put coop on a pedestal along with um, uh, people like Boston, Jimmy coop, a lot of these guys that do the rating scales and, and everything else. And I know coop, you know, if you send him a cigar, it, you know, coop hangs onto his humidor. It's like six or 12 weeks. I think it might be 12 weeks. Maybe six, I don't know, but he won't even touch that cigar. It's got to acclimate. It's got to do its thing for six weeks, and then he'll smoke several of them, and then he gives us rate. He goes, and so yeah, is that is that a detail, a more detailed approach to reviewing a cigar than a guy like me and Diggins and you and Mike um, that just smoke a cigar and we smoke it once? It's like, hey, here's our opinion of it. So it kind of, I don't know, kind of pissed me off when um when I saw that video he did and. You know about that. I, I think that you know when it comes to it, you know, like you know, Coop, you know, Boston Jimmy, you know, Stogie Press. They're you know at this point in the when it comes to boutique cigars, you know, they're they're on top of, you know, they're like out there, like they're out there in the internet world. It's a known brand. Both are known brands, and. They they have certain guidelines because they want it to be as non-biased as possible. I know with Boston Jimmy, he he you know he does a straight cut, you know keeps the cigar for at least three to four months before he even touches it. Yeah. Review. Hey Mike, jiggle um, jiggle your cord. I think your your audio is a little bit low for some reason. Something just happened. Am I good? Yeah, 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 better. Yeah, you're good now. All right, cool. So, so, so Jimmy, yeah. I didn't know that about so, Jimmy. So he keeps his cigars for a couple of months. Yeah, like it's probably about the same amount of time as Coop. Um, okay. You know, I think he mentioned it when he was on your show. Um, but it's all about just having that control. You know, he's got that science mind. So oh, he does. You know, he yeah. he he smokes a cigar in a in a controlled environment. All his cigars are you know acclimated at a certain degree uh temperature and his humidor is climate controlled so everything is, is all about control because he wants that cigar to uh perform as perfect as possible and it's the same thing with whenever he uh gets a cigar that's rated 99 you know he's gonna you know give that cigar to a few different people and get their thoughts on it to make sure he's not going crazy and you know you know, before, you know, he might give that cigar a 99, but he just wants to make sure that just other people would agree with that sentiment, you know, and it just goes to show and prove that, you know, that control that, you know, just that all the methods that they uh, do. Um, I mean, it's, it's part of, you know, being a media outlet, you just want to be as non-biased as possible. And, you know, I'm not saying that, you you know, everybody has their own 
methods of doing things. You guys are, you know, you don't have, you don't do written reviews. You just sit there in front of the camera. So you're just giving like a live, you know, so everybody has their own methods. Um, I don't think that either method is wrong or right. You know, you just have to go with what works with your platform um, and pretty much, you know, and then you're following. And then from there, you know, you'll have the success. You know what I mean? Like people follow what you say um, on things. People follow what Boston Jimmy says. People follow what Coop says. People follow Cigar Aficionado. Um, Everyone's got their own methods. The thing that you got to remember is it's, you know, the, the flavors, the taste, that's all subjective. We all like different things. Everybody's palate's different. And you just have to remember that and just kind of use any review as a guide. And that's pretty much what, you know, the things that you got to remember so that you don't go crazy, you know, over, you know, somebody's opinion. Because when it comes down to it, it's somebody's opinion. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, Ron Real, what is going on, buddy? Um, Carl, cigar reviews are dependent upon each individual's palate. Your palate is different from mine. Also, you have to smoke a stick at least three times over a period of t- time to determine if it remained the same or it changed. <coughs> now, uh, uh, my good buddy over there at uh, Lit Premium Cigar Experience, he does some written reviews on Instagram. He really, um, um, I'm hoping he expands. He keeps these detailed notes, these charts, um, e- everything else. And um, he smokes a cigar three times before he reviews it. And um, I don't know, you know, it's, I, I, I've thought about that, you know, it's just like, but as a, as a visual reviewer, I can't do that. You know, Diggins, you know, probably yeah. do that. It's just to take that time each, you know, each, each review would be an hour long and there, and there's just no way um, uh, to, to do that. But um, now I, I'm, I'm bound and determined to prove Jimmy wrong on whether humidity rises or whether humidity falls in a humidor. I have a company doing independent research right now, and I'm hoping to replicate it here soon about whether humidity rises or humidity falls. They have these controlled tanks, you know, uh, calibrated hygrometers. They, you know, and in the la- one of the last tests they just did, and then they sent me some, uh, um, uh, some pictures over, and whether humidity rises or falls. And I never thought about, does humidity go sideways? And surprisingly, mm. you know, because we had Bovida Rob on, and Bovida Rob said on a Bovida pack, it pushes the humidity out. And it really doesn't, you know, according to this test. So um, this, this this company, these guys, you know, that, that, that are doing this, it's kind of, you know, uh, you know the, they're, they're blown away, and I'm kind of blown away with, with how this testing is going. So I'm going to try and replicate that and prove that humidity rises and humidity falls and humidity will only go sideways a certain, certain distance. So at the end, I'm going to prove that there is no right way. It's all, it's all. I would think that, I mean, we say humidity rises or falls, but that's outside in the atmosphere when you've got different atmospheric pressure, different barometric pressures, when it's in a sealed uh, you know, acrylic container or glass jar or, you know, Tupper door. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how it does with that, because, you know, like I said, with the atmospheric pressure and everything, it's going to fall. I would assume. Yeah. I, yeah. I would assume with, 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 with gravity and and pressure and everything else. So it's why, you know, it's why fog sinks and fog, you know, 
goes up and becomes sure. clouds. I, I don't know. I'm not a scientist. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah. So it, and I'm not it, a science guy either. So I'm just like, look, I'm just sitting here like, I never really thought of it, <laughs> but Boston Jimmy just sits, thinks of these things like all the time. Like, I mean, I learned something new and people that do talk. And that's why I love the cigar world. Cause you know, people that do think like that, you know, you get into some interesting conversations, but yeah, if you want to know what I think, I really don't care. I just want to make sure a cigar's kept in the pristine conditions <laughs> and I want to enjoy it. You, you know, know, and, you know exactly. I mean, there's a lot of things that's not rocket science. <laughs> exactly. And at the end of the day, no matter what, <laughs> as long as you have your cigar medics humidimeter, it doesn't make any difference whether humidity rises or falls because you can always check your cigar with, with this. Yeah. Now, now, Mike, you know, I know Jimmy has one. Have you used this? Have you played around with it? Yeah, he. Uh, I don't have one personally yet, but now that I'm out of debt, you know, and all that. So like after my birthday and after I go to the great smoke, you know, and I start, you know, just getting, you know, times where I'll make some purchases here and there. Um, you know, I'm hoping to get one cause I've definitely, you know, I've seen how it works. He's let me use it. Um, I've seen you guys use it. So it's definitely pretty cool. Um, so I'm definitely looking forward to getting my own eventually. Well, you definitely got to stop by the cigar prop booth at the great smoke because the booth right next to me, are the guys from Cigar Medics? So they're, uh, they're okay. Well, I'll probably get one then because I'll be having some some dough. For, you know, it's my birthday weekend. I'm staying there the whole weekend. So exactly. So I'm, I'm, I'm turning on. I'm planning on spending some dough, and plus I won some money today. So I'm gonna right, use. Well, I'm gonna use that. You know, well, well as part of going down there. I already got my hotel, and uh, I don't have my own vehicle at the moment. I use my grandma's car a lot. You know, because I need to. I'm very, when it comes to saving, I'm terrible. Uh, and it's been a couple of years, you know, and I won't get into the whole story, but I just haven't had a car in a couple of years, but I do have access to use one. So I'm going to take the bus down, down South. So uh, I will be down there the whole weekend, just kind of like Uber around and so, well, uh, I'll you, know some people so I can catch some rides too. I'll so, smoke right, people out. Uh, yeah, uh, Ke- Kevin Perro from the New England Cigar Militia, he'll be down there. So you definitely stop by. I'll I'll talk to the guys and I'll be like, hey, he's with Boston Jimmy. You know, at least uh, give you know give him a good <coughs> give, him a, give him the cigar prop discount. So um, you know, and they're they're actually shipping me all the meters that they're going to be selling at the show next week. So um, uh, so I'll, I'm going to bring them down there for them. So. You know, I, I'm going to I'll tell him I said, hey, for for the hassle of, of putting them in my car and just driving to a place I'm going to already, hmm. I'm going to need to steal one of those, you know, for, for I mean, they're not that expensive. So I don't really yeah. need no special treatment like that's the thing. Like I'm a known person, but I don't go around like, hey, let me get a discount. Let me get a discount. No, yeah, exactly. So uh, you, you keep um, uh, hanging out with uh with Jimmy and uh, you'll get the uh, um, you'll get the swag. People will start reaching out to you. Oh, I mean, yeah. pe- people already would give me shirts every once in a while. Like <laughs> I was at my home, my home cigar shop, Paradise Cigars, for their nine year anniversary party. Uh, they had uh, a bunch of different brands in there. Uh, Jeffrey Gruber was there. Uh, Joaquin from my father, um, Cordoba Morales, Pete. Pete Hernandez was there, and that so Sweat, I actually Sweat, won a Pete. Guardian of the Farm T-shirt. Sweaty Pete, uh, yeah, and it, and it was an extra large, and I've been losing a little bit of weight, which I didn't keep track from the beginning, but I, I assume I've lost around twenty-five to thirty pounds. 
So I used to wear like two X's a lot, and then an extra large fits me decent now. So I did not need to exchange it for a different size. I just wore it. I just wear it like it is. And yeah, so I mean, I went either wind shirts or people will, you know, and, and random acts of kindness, formerly known as bombs. You know, <laughs> yeah. people have sent me shirts from C2. And I do wear them. People, you know, it's just the running joke that, oh, this guy never wears a fucking shirt. That, that, that's good. They're trying to change your name from shirtless Mike to well-dressed Mike. Yeah, it, it, exactly. Hey, I, I can definitely dress when I need to or want to. Yeah, exactly. Hey, I saw the music video. I saw the music video. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that, that was shot last year because um, I still had my long hair. You know, I'm Irish and Italian. Even though I'm more Irish, I just take after my Italian look. So <laughs> even though I can never be a made man in La Cosa Nostra, uh, I, I could definitely play one <laughs> just for fun. Yeah. So uh, um, uh, speaking of like events and stuff, uh, Diggins, um, um, do you go to um, um, any uh, events out by you? Are there a lot of cigar shops that have a lot of uh, cool events, makers that come in or – you know, occasionally you've got, uh, in, obviously in the larger cities, um, the manufacturers that come in or their representatives that'll come in and do uh, a signing or a cut and light or, you know, something like that. Uh, here locally, uh, Nimish Desai uh, was, was here um, right around Christmas time. He came oh. in and uh, they had uh, some box deals on the Rocky Patel Sungrounds. But... Uh, <coughs> You know, I, I think it's just I'm not as fortunate as you guys are in Florida. You know, I was thinking about that when Mike said that he'll go in and ask him what's what's local, what's rolled here, you know, what's your house blends, etc. We don't find that so often around here. You know, we that's why I'm always on the search, like in the Texas cigar group, etc., looking for guys that are you know local boutiques. Yeah, um, uh, I'm sure. That's one thing, Mike. You know, you, you've got to love. You know, there are, you know being in Florida, there are just so many cigar rollers. You know, so just yep. so it's so it's super easy for any shop to, you know, go to Ebor City, you know, and 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 talk with uh you know some of the uh, the the companies and be like, hey, I want to do a house blend, and you know, it's what makes it yeah it, it makes it nice. Yeah, yeah, my home me. shop. Oh, go ahead, Dick. Uh, no, I would go ahead, man. I was just gonna say that it reminds me no, because your about thought, the I hand rolls. I, I tend to interrupt, so <laughs> finish it up. <laughs> Do we all do, man? It's just the way it is. Uh, but th talking about the hand roll, it, it brings to mind. Okay, so I got this little package from uh, Cigar Bundles of Miami, and there was a cigar in there that I have really, really wanted to try. And it, the reason I wanted to try it was because there were three different wrappers on yeah. it. So I waited until yesterday when I hadn't smoked a cigar yet. My palate was fresh. And um, I was down at my, my parents' house. And so when I, I left uh, to come home, I lit it up, wasn't paying attention. I, I lit it up, so excited about the cigar from Cigar Bundles of Miami. And I remember, oh, I got to stop at the Exxon for uh, a drink, you know, to refill my, my cup. And um, long story short, so I, I hop out of the truck and the cigar's already lit. I set it on my toolbox. When I hop out, my Zycar XO, which I generally don't carry with me, fell out of my, my lap. So I grabbed it, set it on the toolbox also, went inside the store, got my drink, came back out. Guess what's gone? Both the cigar and the XO. No. Ah! Yeah. Yeah. So 
I, I so rarely get a, an authentic hand-rolled cigar, and then somebody steals a sucker from me and my XO, which, like I said, I don't Damn. carry my XO. Damn. For that reason. So now I don't have my XO anymore. I'm pissed. You know, and then you don't have that. I know what cigar you're talking about. I haven't smoked that one yet either. And it looks like a fantastic. I'll have to dig through and see if I have any more of those. Because um, uh, my uh, Cigar Bundles of Miami is a sponsor for the I Tap That Cigar Show. Um, so they definitely hook us up with uh, with cigars. Uh, have you smoked any of the other ones that were in that pack I sent you? Uh, no, I'm waiting to smoke them here on the show since they are a sponsor. Yeah, so uh, uh, good. Uh, but that one, like I said, fresh palate. I was excited, man. I couldn't help myself. I've never had anybody steal a cigar. Same on, here. On, like, you know, that started. Like, I put them on my wheel, windshield all the time when I go into a store because I like to, you know, I like to smoke when I'm out doing errands or whatever. But nobody's ever stolen one from me. It's bizarre. I'm just going to actually, I now I have it. my cigar prop. Uh, I'll just keep it inside the car on my cigar because I actually did that before when I went to my sister's house because the day that I, you know, because she ordered a cigar prop, she was my secret Santa person. And so she ordered a cigar prop. I think she did it off of Amazon or something. And, uh, you know, it came in. And then finally when we I got to get to Titusville, uh, you know, I had it. And then, then I kept it in the car because I had to walk up. I had her, her apartments like all the way in the back and, she only has a certain number of parking spaces, so I have to park up by the front and then walk back into her apartment. So I put it, you know, on the dashboard and the and it worked just fine. It worked great. God, you know, and and Ron it Real just blows my mind, man. I, I'd be the guy must have wanted a good cigar for Super Bowl, and I yeah. like said it was barely into the first third, but I had lifted it <coughs> and everything. And it's a small town that I grew up in. Everybody knows me, my brother, my sister, my family. Uh, it just blows my mind, man. And uh, my XL really breaks my heart, but it is what it is. Oh, man. man. Just, hey, I'll be yeah. right back. All right. I'll be right back, all right? Not a problem. So um, I, I don't know. You know, like I said, if uh, God, I, I'd be hitting uh, every lounge in town. I'd be like, hey, some dude comes in here with an XO that's never had one before. Send me a picture of yeah, it. Yeah. You know, it just, you know, we're – yeah, where where'd you where'd you get that? It was the first release XO two. It was the blue it, with the black blades. You know, and it was uh um uh, and I tell everybody I say and I don't take that one out anymore because I'm afraid I'll lose it or or break it because like I said I have the mm-hmm. blue with the black blades and like I said I in in my uh, XO was the very first uh, Zykar XO ever to be photographed <laughs> and put online. Like I said I I had it really? out. I had it like a week before they were supposed to be out on sale. All right, I'm back. Hold on. Right. Let me put my headphones in. Right. So um, so I, I put it out on Instagram. Zykar mm-hmm. sends me a message right away. Hey, where where did you get that? Those aren't supposed to be available for sale for another week. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to tell you where I got it from because now I don't want to get my uh, 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 local lounge in, in, in trouble. So, so I asked my lounge, Bill, I go, hey, Bill. Were, were you not supposed to sell me that? And he goes, man, I don't know. They just came. They, they literally, he came in, he opened up the package. He goes, Oh, Hey, look what came in. I go, I'll take one right now. And uh, he goes, there was nothing in there. Told me I couldn't sell them. So yeah. So I, I have, the, yeah. that's, that's my only, I have the very first one ever, ever to be put well, on. See, and, <laughs> and that's what gets me too. same thing. I really, I don't like to carry it with me because I don't want it to be lost or damaged. 
And, you know, I went all the way over to Caesar's house to do that review with Caesar and Robert with Smoking the Disciples. And uh, when I got there, I was, I was thinking about it. You know, I've got a junk lighter on my keychain, and I, I carry a little, uh, not lighter, a uh, cutter. I carry this cheap cutter in my pocket, but the XO is at home. So when I got home, I've got an old box that, have, you know, everybody does, full of yeah. cutters and lighters. And so I intentionally went in there for my XO. Yeah. And then I should have just left the sucker in there, dude. God, but that, uh, that, that sucks. So, occurs. Exactly. So, um, uh, so, so Mike and Diggins, we'll go, um, uh, Mike first here. You know, you, you guys are probably like me. You, you collect how many lighters and cutters do you guys have? Uh, I, I have, I have a DBL lighter that has a punch on it on, on the end. And I have, I got like two or three lighters, and plus sometimes I buy Bix. Yeah. And then I have like a couple, you know, just regular guillotine cutters. You know, not, nothing. I don't like to spend a lot of money on accessories. Like the the lighter I'm using, I'll show you. Got the Born Smoker. Oh yeah, that's a that's a great lighter. So that that is that is awesome. I don't know. I I like D Diggins. Are you like me? Got D that. Do, do, do you like accessories? I love accessories. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think that we are allowed to say we're men if we don't like gadgets. You know, that's just yeah. part of being a man is a, a gadget junkie. But I'm uh, right on board with Mike when I say that I don't really like to spend the money on them when I can spend that money yeah. on my leash as a you know instead. So I do have we all do again have those lighters and cutters that come in the packages or the, when you go to an event that you get um and generally i'll give away the little plastic cutters you know the where the craftsman bench or something um i'll give those away guillotine yeah yeah you know the guillotines and uh even the v's really but and i even i've been planning to buy a new v cut but now i'm gonna have to Get a new XO. Just exactly. Because, so. and, and, I mean, and, and that's. I mean, I can turn my camera. So that's. I mean, that that's only a a, a small. You know, those are just my Drew Estate. You know. So. Oh boy. You know, um, I, I I don't know. I, I'm a uh, um, uh, a lighter cutter whore like Bob by Bob said. <coughs> I think my favorite is the um, uh, the Drew Estate box jack. You know, so it's a bottle opener that I never use, but the uh, it's got a cutter that that slides out. So and then no, I did you know dope. on the Drew Estate app you can use your points. Yep. To try and and get things I did a few days back. Uh, I think I put five or more hundred points down for one of the cutters that they had, but I didn't. I didn't get it. Of course. I know. I'm, I'm always using my points, you know. And uh, and if everybody yeah. doesn't know, um, the uh, Drew Estate has what's called the Drew Diplomat app, and uh, you just download it. And you log your cigars. It's kind of like a little mini social media site. Uh, you take a picture, you log the cigar, you get points, you get enough points, and then you enter these contests to win various, you know, various stuff. I'm constantly entering too. I never win anything. I was uh, I was on the Drew Diplomat app like right a couple years ago when they first like launched it, but like I use so many different apps and like I've you know had some like I just after a while I just you know I got off. I mean, I'm sure I still have an account, but I don't smoke just one brand, so it's kind of hard. You know, I smoke some of everything, so yeah. Uh, I, you know, it's no offense and all, and you know, you know, they're sponsors, but I just, 
you know, I, I definitely smoke a pretty good number. I, I probably should get back on there and whatever I do smoke at Drew Estate, you know, just and, log it or whatever. But yeah, I don't think uh, any I'm not of like, us. you know, I'm not like Shaggy, you know, down in Daytona, up in Daytona, where yeah. he's just a Drew Estate like king, like everything Drew Estate. You know, I'm not Chico Ray. I don't just, just smoke Drew Estate. I love Drew Estate. Got a lot of respect. You know, they have such a wide profile of, um, you know, stuff in their portfolio. But, you know, I don't just smoke one brand. I'm not a one brand guy. No, I don't no. think anyone is. I don't think anyone is either. I mean, I smoke a lot of Drew Estate because I really like Drew Estate cigars. I love the Liga, everything in the Liga line. I love the Undercrowns. Um, I'm not a huge oh, fan. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of uh, Norteno. Just another cigar. I'll I'll smoke it. I got a couple dozen of them. I like love a, I, I love Norteno. I, I don't think I've smoked the one. Yeah, I'm a Herrera Esteli guy. Yes, yeah, see, I, I like the Herrera. I like Herrera Esteli. Yep. I I, I, like I did that. not like the black label. The one with the black label on it. The uh, what was the the Miami with the black label. I wasn't too much of a fan of that. It had good flavor. It's just kept going out, you know. I didn't like the way it burned, and yeah, I, I don't. But the I, one with the blue label, yeah, I really like that one. I, I I don't think I ever had the black label. I think I've had the the blue and the red. Um, uh, I don't know if the red the was red. the Miami, but um, but I know the blue was Miami. And, I, and I'll tell you, um, I, I was sitting down at an event uh, talking with uh, Saka, and um, and he like he's like a lot of the the cigar makers. He doesn't buy a lot of cigars. You know, if, if he if he smokes a cigar somewhere, you know, and he likes it, he'll reach out to that maker, whoever it happens to be, and he'll be like, "Hey, do you want to trade for a box of cigars?" I mean, he's got that type of power, so yeah, exactly. But he was so, why wouldn't yeah, he? He was so impressed when someone gave him that uh, that uh, um, that Miami that he actually went to his local lounge and bought an entire box of them just with his own money, and he just went out and bought them. And, uh, and then it was probably like a month later, I was chatting with a uh, uh, Willie at an event and, uh, and I happened to bring that up and Willie goes, yeah, yeah. I heard someone told me that, that Steve bought a box of cigars and he goes, there's no way Steve Saka went out and bought a box of my cigars. And I go, yeah, I was, <laughs> I was actually talking with Steve and he said that he actually went out and bought a box of your cigars. And Willie was just, I mean, this is Willie Herrera, you know, and it was just, yeah. He was so taken back. I mean, he was almost visibly shaken, like, like, oh my God, <laughs> like Steve Saka bought my cigars and he's smoking them. And it's just like, you know, and, and it, it just makes you realize that these are just regular guys like us. You know, it's just it may be yeah. it may be Willie Herrera, but it's but they know, have a cooler job. You know, they just they just got a uh, um, a cooler job than than we do, and they're. I love I love listening. Like I heard some you know Steve Saka stories, and uh, you know on the podcast that you and Aaron Ellerman did the video, yeah, yeah. and you were sitting down with Steve Saka, and I just like to hear like the history because he's literally like he's been in the cigars since like what the the 90s the 80s 90s yeah the, and the, he was yeah. talking about like the, the the you know the google groups that they were in and and i mean the social media has came such a long way from the google groups i i tell you, that, you know, I said, uh, um i i got with because uh, one of his one of his best friends is cigar craig craig vanderslice who is a, a very great friend of mine and craig used to tell me these stories about how they started off on these um 
um, and, and I forget what they're called, like these Google groups. I forget what the original. Yeah, is. the cigars.alt. Something yeah. I actually tried to. I tried to go back and like search it, but for whatever reason, it didn't show it. I, I'll tell um, you because I wanted to see like what they used to talk about back then. Because he said I, it was still online, but I, I didn't have any luck. I, I, but I it's reached, so fascinating. I reached out because yeah. he's just like us. You know, that's how he started out, just like us. Exactly. It's a um um um. I reached out to uh, three different Google engineers. So you can find those um, uh, the Usenet groups is what they called uh, US uh, US any yeah. at Usenet. So you can find the Usenet groups in Google in their in their history. You have to really hunt for them, but they're there. Yeah, I probably didn't hunt hard enough. But no, you I, I hunted and hunted, and you can't pull up the old files. So they're archived within Google. And I had three different engineers try and get into these groups and uh, and and pull some info. And they are so are they are so buried within Google's you know, enormous platform, even these engineers cannot get inside and pull these files, you know? So, so the group, that's why I probably couldn't find them. The the, the group (laughs) is still there. I tried for a month so I can pull up a couple of things like, uh, um, uh, uh, Craig Vanderslice, uh, wrote, I mean, probably the, the original article on the, um, uh, the iteration of where the word, the term herp came from. So, that's like that's like the very first time the very the article that he wrote was like the very first article online, and that is one of the few things within um, uh, the Usenet groups that you can still find is the origination of the word herf. But um, Steve Saka says, you know, the things that he wrote were so dumb, and he is so afraid <laughs> that, that somebody is going to find those one day and start, <laughs> and start posting those online. And uh, and that when he said that, I'm like, I have got got to try, and it just it's not possible. Hey, what yeah, the, that's why what I, I tried the, really hard too. So at least I don't feel as bad. Yeah, that you had Google engineers try to yeah. pull it up. <laughs> was it Steve who had this one cigar that he really really enjoyed and searched searched the world over and finally finally found a box, paid uh, <coughs> a ridiculous amount of money for the box. Went out of town and his father-in-law smoked all of them while yeah. he was gone. Was that yeah. that was Steve, right? Yeah, yeah that, that was a box. Yeah, of, that was, that box was on of his Cub- interview. That was a box of Cubans, and um, uh, once he finally made it <laughs> oh, big and, and he and he had enough money, and it was a, a eleven thousand dollars for this box of cigars that he, that he won on auction. So he got the he got it in and he had to go out of town for like a week. So he buried them in his walk-in. Walk-in humidor at his house. He's got a walk-in humidor in his house, which I can only imagine. So yeah. he co- he comes home a week later, and uh, that's all he's been thinking about the whole time. So he goes into the humidor, he digs through, finds the box, and it's empty. So <laughs> he, he goes on his back porch, and there's his father-in-law who smokes $2 cigars. His father just smokes $2 cigars, smoking one of those cigars. <laughs> and Steve said he unleashed on his father-in-law, like you know, like everything about this. And then he, his father-in-law, just stood there, took it, took it, took it. And at the end, he's like, "Remember, you're fucking my daughter." So, oh. <laughs> so, and uh, and that was it. That was the end of conversation. And Steve, Steve yeah, I mean, what are you gonna say to that? You know, but smoked an entire box, eleven thousand dollars in a weekend. In a, it, it was just 
Oh my God. You know, so. And then also the fact that, all right, well, Steve's got a walk in humidor. There are obviously thousands of cigars in there. Uh, and Steve has his own blends, I'm sure, in that humidor. And, you know, father in law just walks right past them and go beeline to that one box. You know, and what he found, but he, but like Steve said, he had to dig for it. It wasn't. Yeah. You know that that's what was uh, certain, and and some of the stuff that that Steve has, you know, um, um when when I sold his um his fake boobs on online, um mm -hmm. uh, for charity and got all that buku money. So as thanks, and which I didn't I didn't want anything or expect anything because Steve's just a he's become a good friend. Um, he sent Jessica and I some some cigars, and uh and some of them were some some vintage cigars that that he's never released. You know, they were just test blends. And um, that he he's never released yet, and um, it just, I, so I can only imagine what he's you know what he's hoarding away in his humidor, just just waiting for the right time yeah. to re to release that cigar. Wow. You know it, it's it's crazy. And then if you go over to Smoke In, um, Mike, when you're down there, Abe, yep. Abe shop the original one in Boynton Beach. They have a yep. they have a VIP section of their humidor. It's it's a it's, yep, it's, it's a, a hidden room. Yeah, the hidden room. Oh, look at that one, Diggins. So you've got to. So I've I been went, to that mm -hmm. shop, but I yeah. haven't uh, been into the back. But I saw a video of it, I, and he's got like thousands, hundreds of thousand, you know, hundred dollars cigars, thousand dollars cigars. Got, like, and, and, and I bought and I bought some vintage Drew Estate that was um, Steve Saka blended Drew Estate. You know, so these are old old cigars. You know, and uh, and at that event that we went through, Aaron and I, uh, he he bought or brought Steve um, uh, an old Liga, and he handed it to Steve. And Steve doesn't smoke anything, any of the new Drew Estate. He goes, it's not out of disrespect. He just never wants people to ask him, "What do you think of the Ligas now versus when you blended him?" He doesn't want yeah. that conflict. So yeah, it makes we, sense. So we, we so the three of us actually sat down and smoked. Uh, a Liga from when he blended the cigar, you know, and that was such a cool, cool little intimate atmosphere is just, you know, just a few of us, we were smoking the cigar and they were a Steve Saka Liga. Um, so I tell people, you know, hunt out Steve Saka. You know, if you're within a couple hundred miles of Steve Saka, you know, you, you have got to get to an event. And just If you find out he's going to be in your area, just drop everything and go. Yeah. Now, Kevin, did you notice a difference between Saka's blend of the Liga Pravada and the, the more recent blends? Did you notice a difference? Listen, I was sitting down with Steve Saka smoking a cigar. It could have been any, it could have been a $2 house blend cigar. And at, that, Steve Saka. And at that moment in time, that was the best cigar I have ever smoked in my entire yeah. life. You know, yeah. and, um, it, it was just. Um, it, it, it was just uh, uh, amazing. So uh, Bob Dog said there was a story that he took 200 boxes of Liga 9 with him when he left Drew Estate. I mean, he, 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 he may not have taken them, but they, you know, he has a lot of cigars. Now, now, I happen to know, and I don't want to mention names, but when, when Steve Saka left Drew Estate, um, uh, two guys were in the Drew Estate warehouse and buried among the cigars was basically like a, a military style uh, footlocker full mm -hmm. of Steve Saka's cigars that he forgot to take with him. And, mm -hmm. some, and, oh, wow. and, and some of them were cigars that were never released. You know, that Drew Estate still has the, 
the blend, the recipe for, and um, they smoked those cigars for two years and uh, they didn't share them with anybody. <laughs> Nobody in, in, in Drew Estate knew they had a footlocker of these, these rarest of the rare Steve Saka cigars. And they said they just smoked them constantly, you know, for two years and, until they were all gone. And, uh, so, oh, and, and, and one of those guys was with me at the event and, and told Steve that story. And then after he described like, and Steve's like, yeah, that was my locker of cigars. Like he forgot, he forgot to take that with him, you know, you and, snooze, uh, you lose. Exactly. So, yeah, so they, they have, Steve has a lot of Ligas left from when he was there. Like, so, so someone say 200 boxes, that would not surprise me that, um, that, that he still has just hmm. a ton of ton of ligas left. Now I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to bug Steve Saka. I'm like you're gonna be at the Great Smoke. It's, it's my <laughs> actual birthday. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna bug him and bug him all the way up until so I'm like it's my birthday, Steve. We smoke an original. <laughs> it, it, oh, exactly. And uh, and I just and I got a couple of his new pulpetas, um, which um which I'm waiting to see. <laughs> um, uh, the little meatball. It's his first um. Um, uh, like chop filler cigar. So I'm waiting to see, you know, see how that cigar is, you know, because if anybody's going to do a house blend and making an ultra premium house blend, you know, it's going to be Saka. You know, just yep. that, that, that guy is a miracle worker, you know, when it comes to c- cigars. Definitely. Mm. This is good. So, Ah, and I, I haven't smoked any of the floor Maya. What's that? Yet. That's the yeah, that's uh, the floor the Maya, Maya. Uh, from a Don Lee Honduras tobacco. Um, oh, okay, I think I seen you smoking one uh, the other day or today, earlier today. I can't remember. You know, um, I saw somebody online smoking it. Every, yeah, I mean, not I, me. I, this is the first. This is the first one I've had. Okay, I, I, I had some. I, I saw somebody smoking it. I, I tell you, I'm a big uh, fan of Habano. Yeah, you know everything that they make so far from Don Lee Honduras is uh, is top notch. Um, I know the factory they come out of, and uh, it is just the creme de la creme of the factories. So um, everything they make, I haven't smoked any of their Flormayas yet. I've smoked their Marchetti. I smoked the Don Juan Calavaris. That's what everybody's smoking. Mm-hmm. And um, I tell you that that's going to be if they can get their distribution um, out. I think that's going to be a, a cigar that's going to take the industry by storm in uh, in, in twenty twenty. But um, right now, well, it, it, I, you know, off nice. Yeah. So um, the uh, cigar medics humidimeter read it at sixty-eight before I lit it up. So, oh wow! Yeah, it should be just right. Now, as far as that nice. smoking the smoking the deep dish backwards, I gotta say, uh, this first third was all right. It wasn't an all right, all right, all right. Yeah. Just it was just all right. It was just just look at how this is burning right here. My boy Terry Maybin, I see him. That's it, birthday stuff. Yeah, speaking of Terry Maybin, because I told him I was gonna give a shout out because I'm part of his group. Uh, it's not just a Facebook group, we're like local, but uh, I'm a part of a group called uh, Sticks and Spirits Cigar Club, and uh, and then uh, basically Free Gaza 87. It has to be uh, sorry, my I'm, I got ADD. So remember when we, the time we ate tacos and smoked cigars? Pretty sure the only time I can remember eating tacos and smoking cigars would be at Stogies and Hops uh, in Linwood, Washington. Was so yeah, <laughs> yeah, I can't. But anyway, so yeah, so Terry, 
Terry Mabin, he uh, has that group, and I said I was going to give a shout-out. So shouts out to everybody in Sticks and Spirits Cigar Club. Um, yeah, so basically it's a local group. You know, we got people in other states, too. He's trying to, like, make it big, but he's kind of, you know, trying to make it like a group, not like a massive group. Yeah. Because um, I, I asked people for, um, for recommendations, and although I could, you know, I just – you know, I couldn't get out for specific cigars or whatever. Um, so I think somebody did recommend this one. I think mm-hmm. it was Terry. So I went ahead. I just grabbed it when I was out before the show. But uh, yeah, so shouts out to Sticks and Spirits. You know, I I've I posted the link in in that group so that uh, people can watch. So and we got the yeah. uh, uh, the Dr. Gabby Caffey. Yeah, Dr. Gabby Caffey. Um uh, so Gabby uh, Caffey, my brother uh, from uh, another it's, mother. He's a cool cat. He's a super cool guy. His family, oh my god, just amazingly adorable him and his whole family. I don't want to call him adorable. Um uh, he might take mm-hmm. that set, but his it's family okay. you can call him adorable. <laughs> yeah, his so whole bad. family amazingly adorable. Gabby, you, talk about, you know, so I got to um, say that Jake Noble's cigar, the Duke is uh fantastic. So we're going to have that's Jake. a cigar that, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, we're going to have Jake uh, Nobles on very soon. Um, I've got a, a note to uh, to reach out to Dr. Caffey, so we're going to uh, try and get Dr. Caffey on in uh, in March. And um, so I've been uh, been slacking. I should have had him on already, and I apologize for not for not doing that. But uh, we we are actually almost booked until April for the show. Nice. I, I've I have only got a couple of slots left you know, for, for nice. March already. And, um, and I can't wait to smoke, uh, the Duke cigars. Um, everything calf, uh, Dr. Ka- I mean, it was the, uh, the Caffey 1901 San Andreas, um, which I'm not sure how to say that because Martina Maya says I'm saying it wrong. Cause, uh, I think uh, it's San Andreas. We're white. Yeah. So, yeah. So <laughs> San Andreas. San Andreas. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I, I, I'm yeah. not sure. So I'm gonna have to learn how to, to say that, but that was like my number four or five cigar of, uh, of 20, I mean, 2019, uh, you know, utterly fantastic cigar. I mean, it's uh, and, and everything Dr. Caffey makes, you know, just uh, hit, hit the yep. boxes, you know, are spot on. He makes uh, the cigars for Care Viajante, Viante Stogie Rhodes, or the Edition 35. So I've got a couple of those new Lanceros getting ready to uh, to smoke. So, but um, but um, um I've been so- saying for several months now that Dr. Gabby Caffey uh, is the one to watch for the next five years. Oh, exactly. Oh, yeah. You know, and because he's vertically integrated, you know, which makes it nice. Yeah. Um, you know, he grows the tobacco, rolls the, the cigars, you know, he makes his own cellophane, makes his own boxes. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't go outside for, for anybody, you know, and then, uh, and also with having, he just broke ground on a new box factory. So, you know, so he's got, you know, makes boxes for, for other, other makers as well. So, um, a fantastic, um, 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 fantastic cigars. Now, uh, speaking of tacos and smoking cigars, people find it strange, and I don't know because I think it's normal for me. Like, I can eat food and smoke cigars at the same time. And other people are like, well, how do you do? Like, people seen you know see me doing it someplace or photos. Can you guys smoke and eat at the same time, or do you guys you know? I mean, I, I prefer to eat first. Now, if I'm at an event, I'm gonna put this cigar like down, you know, while I'm eating. I, I even though I got ADD, I have to concentrate on one thing. Otherwise, I'm gonna do more smoking than eating, or more eating than smoking. I just like to get the eating part out of the way, and uh, and then just continue to enjoy my cigar. Because, you know, just like you know, if once I start drinking, like after a certain point, 
you know, the, the, the Christmas day and the day after Christmas, I, I started out, I had some crown and coat and, you know, I started drinking and, you know, after a while, like I just like forgot about the cigar. I was talking with my buddy, Jonathan Deeks, he came through and we were just talking for, for a couple hours. And then finally I just was at the point where okay, no more cigar. And then I ended up throwing up and I, you know, he left cause he doesn't like, you know, throwing up. It just bothers him. I went inside and you know, I put the garage down, went inside. I passed out like nine 30 cause it was like five o'clock, but I started drinking and I, I woke up four hours later, like, you know, just before like one 30, I popped up. And since I drink a lot of water, I don't get hangovers. So literally I just pop right back up after I, after I fell asleep, after I've been drunk. So you know, this, so, 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 I always tell people that's a secret to not having a hangover. Drink water all of the time, and then when you actually do start hydrated. drinking, you'll be good to go. Yeah, you'll I'll never pop right back up like nothing ever happened. Yeah, you never have a hangover if you don't stop drinking either. So just keep drinking. Yeah. So, uh, so, uh, so, so Diggins, what about you? Are you a? Um, I'm not talking about all the time. Generally, but, uh, can you eat and eat and smoke? Well, yeah, of, of course I can. I generally don't try to. Um, Unless I haven't had a meal before I go into a cigar um, and it's just a, you know, double E hero or something. It's just knocking me on my ass and I'll grab some uh, sweets to kind of help balance yeah. that nicotine out. But generally, um, when I'm just sitting down with a cigar, it's like Mike said, you know, I'll have tacos first and then the tobacco after. Okay. If if I had my way, I would just smoke and eat all the time. Like, like, like <laughs> I could like eat half a taco, take, you know, take a bite, puff bite. And I can just, I don't know. I just find you out. Yeah. Now the place that I was referring to my dad, he lives over in the Seattle area, well, right outside of Seattle. And he kind of moved, I guess, like a little more North. I think that's what it's like North. But uh, this place is called um, it's called uh, Stogies and Hops, and it's like when you walk in there, it's a it's like an old gas station, and it's a craft beer bar. You would actually really, really, if you like craft beer, you would really like it. You know, it's a craft beer bar. Unfortunately, because it's like you know within the Seattle area, you cannot smoke inside. Um, but they have like a, a good humidor. They have a nice covered outdoor smoking patio with heaters. But there's like a little Mexican place. It's an authentic Mexican place, like, you know, right in the same building. And, you know, they got like Tuesdays, they got dollar tacos. So I was there. Um, I was there for that. But I'm not sure who Free Gaza 87 is, but um, it. I probably, do, unless do, they do, tell me their name, I probably don't. I probably have smoked yeah. cigars and ate tacos with them. Yeah. But, or, uh, yeah. Or, so, Stogies and Hops, that's my spot when I go visit my dad. And actually, there was a guy there. I was sitting there talking, and it was a couple years since I visited, and we got to talking. And then I was talking about C2, and he was like, You're shirtless, Mike. <laughs> so, so, Free Gaza is Mo from California. So, uh, um, oh, okay. I don't think I quite remember. I don't know why, but I'm sure we have met and had, you know, because I met somebody from California uh, while I was there, but I can't put a face to the name. But next time I'm in Seattle area, come through. 
if you're yeah, still in that area or if yeah, you Mo, go Mo, back I, and forth. I think, you know, I, I hang I, out at Stogies and Hops. I think Mo just got back from Italy uh, just recently this week too. So, uh, but yeah, um, uh, uh, I wouldn't want to try to eat my, spaghetti. Yeah, uh, yeah. I just thought of something because it kind of a flashback to the XL that I lost yesterday. What do you what What's your cut of preference? Uh, I don't necessarily have a cut of preference. Uh, sometimes if I'm at my home shop, I just don't bring my light cutter. I'll just bring my lighter. So I'll use a V cut. Um, tonight I was using the straight cut, you know, with my guillotine cutter. Um, I like to use the punch sometimes. So I don't necessarily have a cut of preference. It's kind of like what, you know, what's what, I have at the time when I'm getting ready to smoke. Sometimes I don't even use a cutter. If it's a, I just kind of yeah. bite the tip off a little bit and, you know, try to do it very carefully. Cause you don't want to ruin the, the cap, but mm-hmm. yeah. So it's just kind of what's convenient so at the time. For the past, I, I always uh, like on a torpedo or, or bellicoso, I'll use a, a V cut, but, Yesterday and, and a couple of days ago, I went ahead and cut that torpedo on the bias just to see, just for, you know, grins. I absolutely noticed no difference, none at all. And I yeah, like the way I, that the I, deep yeah. cut. Yeah, I, I haven't either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Sometimes, you know, like I don't necessarily notice a difference, but um, certain cigars, you might notice a little difference. I can't really think of any particular ones. So, you know, the my well, home like shop say. has the one that's like a little box and you just put the cigar, you know, like that. And then you just clamp down on whatever cut and it cuts it perfect. Yeah, and got the boom, on it. You're good to go. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah. And I said, and I'm not a, you know, I don't know. I, I go back and forth all the time. Um, lately, probably the last couple months, I, I've really been um, uh, hooked on uh, uh, the V cut and then a uh, Jessica one. Um, this uh, the Calibre Deep V from uh, um, Bob the Cigar Guy, and so that's kind of what I've been what I've been using, uh, you know, for the last few months. And you know, I saw like my Zycar uh, um, D, uh, regular V, and then um, um, I love um, I don't know, I love my XO. Uh, I, I, I love speaking my speaking of Jessica. Yeah, something in my beard. Speaking of Jessica, uh, the video review you guys did of the Owl. Yeah. The lighter she was using is awesome. Yeah, that was uh, um, uh, from uh, Sheep, Sheepdog Humidors. My good buddy Brad uh, Reith sent this over to me. So, uh, you know, it looks like, you know, um, a, a round, you know, uh, you know, I don't like using the word bullet because it's not, you know, so uh, a ammunition. ammunition. So um, and then um, uh, Ken, Ken Anderson uh, had asked about that deal from uh, Fox Cigar. I posted the link. Um, so, so you can go to subscribe star. So if you subscribe five bucks a month, it helps support the show. You know, it gives, you know, it helps repay the shipping. You know, I said just, uh, again, last week, you know, it was like another $40 in shipping sending out a uh, free cigar. So, um, so that $5 check out, it all adds up. So it, it, it all, it all adds up. So I'm hoping the, uh, the show will eventually, uh, uh, yeah, that's a nice burn. I was, yeah. you probably saw the, when I still had a little bit of an ash, even now, it's kind of it's it's not as nice of an ash, but it still burns very well. On this, mm-hmm. this this is the number one cigar on Stogie Press. Boston Jimmy just uh, he just was at the one. TPE. 
and yep. he uh, just presented the plat to uh, to Robert and Sharon Holt. Um, so number one cigar of the year. There's a reason. There's a reason why. <laughs> number one with Stogie Press. Yeah, with Stogie Press. Yes. What did you think? And about actually, the I was Quattro? telling Kevin before we got on the show. Boston Jimmy was telling me that. Uh, People were asking him, like, why I haven't been as shirtless as much lately. And I was like, man, it's just – I told him it's just the weather. And, you know, Boston Jimmy, he's got, you know, a climate – you know, his, his lounge is in his garage too, but he's got, like, you know, air conditioning and heat and all that. So if the weather's nice, he'll open up the garage. But if he needs to, he'll keep it down. And he's got a smoke eater in there. Me, I'll show you. I just got – I got the garage open a little bit to keep the – to keep the smoke flowing out, but you know, I don't have any of that fancy stuff. I just have, you know, it's, this is my set, you know what I mean? Like I just got some posters on the wall and, uh, over there I got another chair. So mine's not as uh, fancy as his, but it's actually not that bad. That's why I was like, I I could go sure. I don't know if it's what I donated plasma (laughs) or what, cause I had my hoodie on all day, but I was like, you know what? I could go shirtless. What the hell? Exactly. Now, uh, Diggins, you had mentioned the uh, the cigar aficionado number one cigar of 2019. Now, Mike, have you smoked that one? The uh, the aging room. The, uh, I have. I've smoked it like two or three times. I smoked it way before it got named the number one cigar of the year. And then I was at another local shop in Melbourne, a downtown Melbourne uh, executive cigars shop and lounge. And I like to hang out there on the weekends. You know, if, if I want to go out, because my home shop. Um, you know, they close early, but on the weekends, executive is open late. And so I smoked that one day when I was out there. Um, it, it, it performed really well. It's got a nice ash. I can see why, you know, they would, uh, you know, rate it the number one cigar, you know, regardless of how people feel about, you know, about, oh, you know, how much they advertise or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, I'm, that, that's I'm, all speculation. I'm, I'm not going to say it's fact, even though it kind of adds up, but uh, it, it was a good cigar. Now, would I make that the number one cigar of the year? I don't think so, but at the same time, it is a good, solid cigar. Um, it's got a lot of good flavors. It performs well, you know, so. What, what, what about you? Know, you? Congr- I, I already told them congratulations, but I'll say it right now. It's congratulations to Rafael Nodal. And, uh, you know, he put out a good cigar, so I really enjoyed it. Oh, exactly. Uh, Diggins, what, what, what were you, have you smoked it yet? <laughs> yeah, I did. Excuse me. Um, I did. And I think my thoughts are again, right there with Mike. Um, it was a good cigar performed well, um, densely packed, uh, solid smoke, but it wasn't one that I would say was my best one in 2019. And I had yeah. more than one, obviously, but, uh, I wouldn't say it is the best stick of 19. You know, I, I, ju- I just smoked one um, and I did a review on it and the review hasn't um, uh, hasn't loaded yet. Probably be another week or two. But um, <laughs> it was it was a good cigar. Now, the the aging room, um, I you know, they have like the color coded bands. So I couldn't remember if it was the yellow mm-hmm. or the orange that almost made it into my top five. That was a fantastic cigar. But with my criteria for the top five this year, it just it just didn't make it out. That's or make it in there. Um, that cigar was good. But I don't know, you know, for me, it's, you know, smoking it now, now, you know, I wish I would have smoked it like you guys did prior, 
because you know for me smoking that cigar now it's in my head this is the number one cigar of 2019 yeah. so now i'm comparing that cigar with a a t52 a a, a sober mesa american. um the american and i'm and i'm comparing it to all of these other cigars in my head and i'm like there isn't a chance in hell that this cigar is anywhere in the realm of these other cigars it doesn't even it doesn't even compare you know because it, it's such a um um a but it was the same last year with the um um, uh, last year's uh, number one, the EPC, yeah, the Ernesto EPC. Perez Carrillo. I, yeah, the, I definitely felt like young, that about that cigar. Yeah, the Encore that, Majestic. Like, I, I, I at least, yeah. I, yeah, I at least like understood why you know the the aging room was number one cigar this year because that, the, the cigar performed great. I've smoked two or three of the Encore by EPC and. The burn was off. It was just wonky. It had a nice flavor or whatever, you know, but it's just the whole experience was to me was not number one cigar material. It, 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 exactly. Maybe like further down the line material, maybe in my so, opinion, but so, so in, in my opinion, um, it does give a, um, 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 credence, uh, Mitch Smith, what is going on, buddy? Um, to where maybe, you know, maybe the, it, it is a blind review. Cause if you look at, um, uh, aging room and uh, uh, EPC, they didn't do an ass ton of advertising with cigar aficionado, not like Tolente, you know, uh, Tatawahe, um, all of these other companies. So m- maybe it is a, a, a blind review. So I, I, I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, unless, all... like, unless I go to the cigar aficionado offices in New York and like sit there and like grill them about the process. Yeah. You know, I mean, all, all we, all we all do is speculate, you know what I mean? And we, we really yeah. don't know. It's just all based on what we see. Are we right? I don't know, you know, but we all do it. It is what it is. It, yeah. Exactly. I'm just an average guy. You know, I don't, I don't know anything about what they do for their reviews or, you know, if they've got a whole box per reviewer, I don't know. I don't know what yeah. their setup is. Yeah, I, I don't know either. Yeah. Um, uh, Mitch Smith, uh, um, uh, so he got the Fox Cigar, uh, Fox uh, Fox and Cigar uh, Prop collab package today. Uh, what what did you nice. get in yours, uh, uh, Mitch? So uh, definitely let me know. Send, shoot me a picture as well uh, on, on Facebook. I'll be right back. All right. So. Yeah, when uh, when I when I said I'll be right back, I just got up and you know the garage is down a little bit and you know I had to, you know instead of going inside, I just freaking whipped it out and just pissed by the trash can like I always do. Oh, <laughs> uh, so uh, that's yeah, how we, we do in Florida. It, it, oh, exactly. Like I said I, I've got a uh, uh, two kids and Jessica in the house, and we've only got one bathroom right now. You know, so the the, ne- the next bathroom is coming sometime here in uh, twenty twenty. So sometimes you got to go and it's like, I, I, I can't wait. I don't even know how I long. mean, I'm already outside. You know, it's nighttime. My street's pretty dark. The, there's only a couple. Yeah. Like, I don't live in the country or nothing, but there's only a couple street lights on my street and there's no lights and my garage doesn't open up all the way. So it's not like anybody can see anything. I'm not going to catch. I'm not going to end up on a list. Even if the garage was open, I just stayed behind the trash can and nobody will know the difference. Exactly. And then even if, even if my neighbors saw that's just, it's just that, that weird guy, because what people don't know, like I said, if you drive by my house at night, so I have a, a neon sign in my, the front window of my living room. It's probably, 
three three and a half feet long by two feet tall and giant purple letters says tattoo. It's the sign from my tattoo shop. They got a new one uh, and they were like, uh, they were going to get rid of it. I'm like, hey, what are you doing with that sign? And uh, like, do, do you want it? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I want it. And they're like, what are you going to do with it? I'm like, I'm going to put it in my living room window. So <laughs> I have this neon sign in my living room window that says tattoo. <laughs> you know, so and and it's weird because it's probably maybe once a month, and and uh, and Jessica gets a little annoyed. Somebody knocks on my front door and says, "Hey, do you guys do tattoos?" And I'm like, "No, I don't, <laughs> I don't do tattoos. My buddy owns a shop. I keep business cards right there." And I'm like, "Give Nate and the guys a call. They'll hook you up with a uh, 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 some, some good tattoos." So yeah, so I should have turned this on. But I got a sign that I that says cigars. Oh, yeah, you can actually see it. Oh yeah, <laughs> I got that off of Amazon like a year or two ago. Um, it was like forty bucks or something like that. Yeah, I think it came from China, but it's it came at a decent amount of time for coming from China. So, oh yeah, and I got my Sopranos picture in the back. Yeah, yeah. If I uh, if if no, if I, well, this was before the coronavirus. I ain't too worried. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if, yeah. I, if if my tattoo sign ever burns out, I'm gonna find a cigar sign, you know, or or a drip. Yeah, like yeah. I said, you could get yeah. it. You could get that from uh, Amazon off of Amazon for like forty bucks. Yeah, I, I want one where the smoke flickers. You know, I I don't know. I have to have one made or something. Yeah, this is just it just lights up, and there, there's all kinds of different ones there. Yeah, I've got a good friend in Albuquerque. He owns uh, 71 Tattoo in Albuquerque. If anybody's out there, go hit him up. Great artist. But he opened his shop, golly, what was it, maybe 14 or 15 years ago. And um, when he did, he special ordered a uh, neon sign that said Tattoo and then had his logo on it. When it arrived, it had his logo and it said 71 T-A-T-O-O. <laughs> oh my, yeah so so what what did he do with the sign he took it home and yeah, got, okay. got another one for the shop god yeah that, that, but that, yeah. yeah so i i don't know so yeah. yeah and then my chair i'm sitting in this leather chair came from my home shop they you know from the they they had these the it's still comfortable but you know the leather's falling apart so it sits in the garage and it works it reclines and everything they had like four of them when they first opened up the shop over nine years ago and then they got rid of you know those chairs and then my friend john took one i took one because somebody was going to come by and get them they never got them they were just sitting out in the back so i just brought them home brought one home and it works just fine oh hell, and hell yeah. uh, it's For comfortable and then um now they have like they bought like a bunch of chairs like different leather chairs they have like two rows of them like you know one they're, they're facing each other and uh they used to have like a couch or whatever but they wanted some more seating so yeah i have a piece of, of paradise cigars history right here in the hearth zone oh exactly uh christina harrison what's going on um yeah um uh, uh when i took the uh, the tattoo sign uh, they were also got new chairs and uh so for like five years, um, uh, I had the tattoo chair that I was tattooed in, you know, because I went. Oh, that's I, dope. Yeah. So I, I had that until it finally fell apart and I had to get rid of it. But um, I was in that chair. Um, I had a standing appointment every two weeks for four hours for two years, you know, and um, so and that was uh, working on getting as covered <laughs> as I could. 
you know, and surprisingly, yeah. I, bet you, I, yeah. I really need some, some tattoo therapy, some more tattoo therapy. I don't, I mean, I have some tattoos, but I'm not like covered like that. I got cigar life on my stomach. Boom. I, 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 I tell you what, I hate getting tattooed. I said, I didn't get tattooed. Cause I mean, now I'm a little bit more pickier cause I'm running out of room. I'm, I'm almost completely covered. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yep. so the last, got time, a neck tat. Yeah, <laughs> the, the, the last time I got tattooed, it sucked. I mean, it hurt so bad. I mean, it was just like, oh my God. And it'd been a year, two years. I'm like, this is what it felt like. I'm like, oh my God. It, it, the only one that's not truly the act hurt. of tattooing, it's the healing that kills me. Yeah. It's not the actual tattoo, it's the yeah. two weeks after. Yeah. Yeah. Cause this one across my chest right here, that hurt the worst. That was actually my second tattoo. And my guy, my friend who uh, tattooed, did all my stuff. Like, there's a few of them. Like, like what the one on this other arm right here is too simple. I'm gonna eventually get something better because, like, he could do more complicated stuff. But at the time, I was just trying to just get started. And now that I look back, I'm like, there's a couple that I want to get something better. But like the majority of them, like my first one, that's right here on my arm. That's a cigar. It says B O T L, Brother of the Leaf. Yeah. That you we know, I like that one or whatever that we want to get covered. I've got, but I got it. I got it. I've, I've never, but, had- yeah, that one on my other arm it says it's like three stars and it says three, two, one. To me, that's just too basic. Like, of course, I, I get you know, my other stuff is cool, but I need to, you know, next time I get tatted up, um, which I'm gonna get something that's really meaningful. I'm just gonna during that time, I was just trying to get started, and my guy, you know, yeah. he, he doesn't work in a shop. Um, but I think he moved away because he was living in Titusville. I think he moves to North Carolina now. So I might, you know, expand yeah, and, you know, go I'm to somebody. Like, I don't know. But yeah, um, I'm like Kevin, though. Real estate is at a prime nowadays. It, so it, you got to you got to be really selective about what you get. You, you do. You know, and my I, legs are done. So, I mean, yeah, I've got my, full yeah. socks, full sleeves. Yeah, my, my legs are uh, are getting there. You know, I've got a lot on my legs. Um, my sleeves are done. My chest is – I can't fit anything else on my back. Um, chest is almost done. Um, yeah, I haven't even touched my back, so. You know, I, I've, got, I've got my armpits 100% tattooed. That is a yeah. – uh, that is an experience. I, I bet I, you that hurt. Did that hurt? I, I tell no. you, it, it hurt, you know, um, it hurt but not, not as bad. My head is 100% tattooed as well, you know, um, so oh, wow. yeah, my whole head's done. Um, I tell you what hurt the most was the ribs. You know, I sat for about four hours um, getting my ribs done. And I remember when he finally said, okay, you're done. I jumped out of the chair. I mean, I'm sweating. It hurts so bad. Um, I, I, I've got a little bit of blood. I've, I've got pigment everywhere. It's, it's smeared. It's a mess. And, uh, and he goes, all right, let me wipe you down. And I just look at him and I go, fuck you. And, uh, and, he's like, what? and I'm, like, I'm like, I'm out. And, uh, and, and Butch, my artist is, is, is still to this day, one of my best friends. And, um, uh, I left, yeah. my, I left my shirt there. I got in my car and I went home and, uh, I didn't even pay. I didn't do nothing. He called me like an hour later and he's like, Hey man, you okay? And I'm like, yeah, sorry about that. And, uh, <laughs> it, it hurts so bad. It was just, yeah, see, I was that way on the inner side of my leg up near the knee. And yeah. like thigh, calf, that whole area, yeah. and you know, pounding on the knee right there. God, that killed me. And then, like I said, you know, yeah. as far as healing in the ditch, that yeah. was terrible for healing. Um, you know, because you're always moving, and so it just oh, it yeah. never wants to heal right. 
Yeah, my uh, my one on my arm right there, the tribal lion that I got. Yeah. Um, that one, like I was a CNA at the time, and I had to, you know, I I mean, I used to steal um the the uh, what you call it uh barrier not barrier oh. cream but the the A and D ointment. Oh, okay, yeah. You know, I used to get like little packets, and I would accidentally bring them home, so I had like a bunch of them. And yeah. so I just used the A and D ointment. So when I was at work, like I just kept the A and D ointment on it. And I always tell, you know, you don't need to do a whole lot. Just keep the A and D on it so that nothing gets into it. And when I was a tattoo version, I did the whole A and D or tattoo goo, all that stuff, yeah. you know. And then once I started, you know, covering the majority of my body, I and my artist kind of told me too, and it's it's true. It's just a road rash, and if you yeah. do walk out in the you know in the street, trip, skin your knee, you're not gonna baby it like that. You yeah. know, most times you're just gonna forget yeah. about it. And so that's how I really treat a lot of my tattoos now <laughs> when they're fresh. It's just you know, obviously you clean it and, and that, but um, once the healing process starts, you just keep lotion on it and keep it you know dry, dry but moist. Uh, kind of that yeah, well, that's the reason why I kind of, you know, at the time I was a CNA, so you know, I'm like going and changing, you know, you know, working at a nursing home and changing, you know, mm -hmm. diapers. So I had to keep something on it, you know, because I don't want it to yeah. like yeah. end up getting infected or whatever. But and I, no. I swear by it, that's just my, that's just what I like, you know. Like I don't baby it; I just every day up until you know, till I feel like it's good. That I, I just I, after yeah, that I, I just let it peel and do its thing. Yeah, I, I don't do anything. Yep, yep. I, I, I do nothing. Like I said after a while I don't lotion, no nothing. You know, my, my artist yeah. told me to go. You know, at one point and he goes, you know, there's all these products out there, and and uh, and and I had I had a, a big piece on my back done, and uh, and it's beautiful. It's still beautiful to this day. And uh, and he, he had said he goes, you know why that uh, piece is uh, beautiful? And he goes, because you can't mess with it. You can't put any yeah. ointment. You can't over, over moisturize it. And he goes, your shirt rubs it off anyways. And he goes, don't do anything. Don't do anything yeah. and, you'll be, and you'll be fine. And that's the way. Exactly. I might try that next time I get something done. You know, I just I just like the A&D, but I'm not a CNA anymore. So, you know, I'm, I'll just probably just let it be as it is. Yeah, yeah. Most yeah people, QRL, QRL all the way, man. Yeah, most, <laughs> yeah. Well, most people moved away from A&D and people that use ointment now use Aquifer. Um, which you can pick yeah. up at any CN or a CVS or Walgreens and aquifer is probably the number one. Um, and they have a good lotion, you know? Yeah. And they have a good lotion, you know? So, but my, uh, back to, uh, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Kevin. No, no, I no, keep no, dropping my uh, earbuds out too, but Mike back to uh, Stogie press. Can you give us any teasers or anything as far as uh, any articles that you're writing, something that we can start looking for? Uh, I just, the latest article that I submitted, you know, for the beginning of this month, Boston Jimmy's just getting back from the TPE. And so, um, you know, I already submitted it. He went over and I think he has to give me some pointers cause it's about, um, basically the whole point is it's about how to not get jacked by TSA, you know, basically just the article about traveling with your cigars, cutters and lighters, you know, mm -hmm. and I kind of. You know, I just kind of give advice on that because I've traveled, like, you know, on an airplane. And I even gave, like, a story about how I got trapped. Well, not trapped, but I went to Tennessee 
during Hurricane Irma, and uh, I took the bus out there instead of flying, and I ended up getting stuck out there a couple extra days since the hurricane hit Florida. Greyhound wasn't um, coming back right away. And uh, so I, I eventually, like, when I found out the airports got open, like I had a friend of mine who lives in Tennessee, shouts out to um, the Skunk Whisperer, Jim. I don't know if you know him on social media, uh, but, you know, he's a, he's a wildlife trapper. He's a cool guy. So he came and picked me up from my hotel. We went to Cassidy, Monte Cristo, and then he dropped me off at the airport um, so I could catch the flight back to Florida. And I had my, my grenade torch with me. And uh, basically, you know, I tried, to, you know, I basically just hid it in my clothes, you know, because I wasn't planning on flying back and if never got confiscated. But, you know, the you know, from from the pressure, you know, because they recommend you use like a TSA case, yeah, you know, like a TSA approved case. And mm-hmm. it kind of ruined my my lighter because I didn't have that because I just didn't think of it. <laughs> and, um, you know, when I got back, you know the lighter was there. It just was ruined. Like I probably used it a couple times. And then the next day I knew it was filled to the brim and then nothing. It yeah. all leaked out. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I, I did a great review on a, a couple of lighters, Jessica and I think <coughs> on uh, uh, Amazon and they're torch lighters, but they take a big insert. So, yeah. so, so it turns it into a torch. So when we fly now, you know, we separate it, you know, so now it's just an empty case. We'll put it in one bag and we'll put the bit because a bit you can get on a plane with. So they'll, they'll look, yeah. at, they'll look at the bit. All right. Yeah. Cause I just it. keep the bit with my cutter and lighter, just use a regular guillotine cutter, yep. you know, keep it all. I carry my cigars on with me and yep. you know, so, it yeah. works out good. Yeah. So we just take generally what I do when I travel is uh, I don't take a lighter with me. I take matches. Yeah. But uh, yeah, well, I mean, I mean, you're good with Bic, though, you know. Like, but you have to read yeah, my article; yeah. you'll get the full scope of things. I'm not going to give away too much. And yeah. I also go into detail, though, the last part of it. Um, like, you know, he's probably got to correct me on that part, but it's about how to bring Cubans back because not, you know, people can bring Cubans back; they can only bring like a certain amount, yeah, you know, for their personal use or whatever. But, uh. So he'll probably, you know, give you know, see, you know, probably could critique that, and then he'll have it out soon. Um, but he's still, you know, normally, you know, when he goes to the trade shows, you know, stuff. What I found out from him going to the IPCPR now known as PCA, you know, he got backed up a little bit, so you know, it might come out a little late, but um, yeah, that's gonna be my latest article, and then I'm planning on the end for the second article of the month. You know, it's going to be a lifestyle article and just going to write, you know, he's going to cover the great smoke, but mine's going to be, you know, since I do like lifestyle, like I don't do it more. I I do it more like a personal, personalized version of it. I'm just going to talk about my birthday weekend and, you know, just about hanging out. And the shirtless life. And the shirtless life. Yeah, that's what that's pretty much. That's the that's the uh, the next sticker instead of salt life or or shirtless life. Y'all are giving me some ideas here. <laughs> yeah, shirtless life. So, so cool. All right, Mike. Um, we definitely appreciate. It. I mean, God, I can't believe it's been two hours already. So, really, I know, and it wasn't oh, yeah, even I like an I'm interview. We were just show. talking, which was cool. You know, that's yeah, what, that, that, that's what I like. That's what about, it's all about. Yeah, that's what I like about our Monday night shows. They're a little bit more laid back. You know, um, like I said, just uh, we just sit around bullshit. Not a lot of, not a lot of a spot. Which I love our sponsors. I definitely appreciate everything they do for us. 
but um, uh, the Mondays. But are- this segment is brought to you by. Yeah, yeah, Irish beard <laughs> bomb. So, yeah, when Mike grows a beard, I'll get Mike some product. Yeah, I'm 30 years old, about to be 31, and I still cannot grow a beard. Like it, it looks like pubes on my face. <laughs> so well, it, you just cut your hair, man. You you could have just yeah. brought that around on your shoulders, you know, make it look like you had some some beard. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, all right, Mike, we definitely appreciate you being on, man. Thanks for giving us a couple hours of your time. You know, so hey, no problem. I was looking forward to it. I made sure I took tonight off because, you know, I make up my own schedule at work. So I, when you were like trying to, you know, see about like for the week before, I was like, I already made my, my schedule, but I could do, you know, this week. And so I got that done and it's, it's been a good day. So what a way to end the day, you know, especially yep. since I won some money, you know, just mm-hmm. playing with 30 bucks and boom, hit for $643. Exactly, man. So li- live it up. So, um, like I said, we'll, we'll definitely appreciate you being on. Um, uh, I'll see you down at uh, the Great Smoke in a couple weeks. Yes, definitely. Uh, I appreciate you. All that good stuff. Cool. All right, man. You have a good night. Thank Thanks, you Mike. again. You too, y'all. See ya. So, all right. What a uh, what a fantastic yeah, it's a fantastic cat. You know, uh, Mike is is such a great such a great guy. And I actually got through two cigars tonight, so right on. So it was a good a good night. So um, yeah. I, I mentioned at the beginning we're gonna our, our contest tonight is uh, sponsored by Corona Cigar. So we've got a couple of things to to give away. Um, we have a, a a three pack of these are the infused cigars. There's a, a Drew Estate Acid Beach and a couple of um uh, the Corona um flavors, and then we also mm-hmm. have a. Uh, a Corona cigar house blend and a Florida sun-grown cigar. I know one of the hottest mm-hmm. cigars. And to go along with that Florida sun-grown cigar, we actually have um, a Florida sun-grown ashtray <gasps> oh. uh, to, to, to go along with it. So um, um, so this Everybody will be getting their typing fingers ready. Everybody get their typing fingers ready. So um, um, let me uh, get this. I'll set this off to the side. I don't want to break it. So, okay. So tonight's question. Tonight's question. Everybody ready? Everybody's got the um, um, uh, their fingers ready. So shirtless Mike. Shirtless Mike writes for a uh, occasionally as a contributor to what online news publication? Go. So that was the, uh, that was the, uh, the, the question. So remember, you can't win two weeks in a row. So I think Quake's 30, if you're still on, I apologize. So um, J.D. Kiddo was the first with uh, Stogie Press. Um, Congratulations. Uh, Bob Dog Langmaid, you were just right behind. You guys popped up at the same time. But uh, <laughs> at the top of my list was um, 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 you, you were the first first one up. And then um, uh, I know from- I have to say that I, I am jealous of the ashtray. It is a uh, it is a great. And that was my only one to actually. I think I don't know. I, I've got some cool. Um, uh, have to get. Uh, yeah, I've got some cool tumblers uh, that that will be in uh, upcoming giveaways, and they're really cool. I wanted to keep one because I don't have a a Florida sun grown one, but I was told I had to give them away, so I got to give them yeah. away. You know, yeah. so um, uh, I answered wrong. Frontline cigars. I noticed you answered wrong. I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> So, um, uh, JT, JD kiddo. So, uh, send me an email, Kevin at cigarprop.com, um, or shoot me a message on, on Facebook and, uh, we'll definitely, 
uh, get you that prize pack out. Um, let's see. Let me, let me see what's coming up. Um, so we've got uh, um, this coming up Sunday, February 9th, uh, uh, the very first interview with Jack Heyer from Drew Estate. He is the new social media guy over there mm -hmm. at, uh, at Drew Estate. He's taking a little bit of pressure off Joe Grow. Joe Grow is the digital marketing media manager. He has been so inundated with, you know, having to do 18 jobs. Um, he's finally mm -hmm. got some help coming in. And uh, Jack Heyer, which uh, was a territory manager for Alec Bradley, um, has um, uh, joined the, the Drew Estate staff. So we'll have the, uh, uh, the very first um, interview with uh, Jack Heyer. And then uh, next Monday, the 10th, I cannot wait, Jake Nobles of Duke's Cigars. Now, I, I told Jake, or I asked Jake, I said, hey, I'd love to smoke one of your cigars. I said, if you could get some for me and Diggins. And he goes, well, I'll send some to you. Diggins already has enough of my cigars. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he's like, uh, I'll send some to you instead. So I'm like, oh, oh, throw yeah. your boy Diggins there. So, so I can't. Uh, I don't have any of his Maduro, but I do have several of the Habano. Yeah. All right. So, uh, so uh, um, um, uh, Jake, if you're listening, he doesn't have any of the Maduro. So you got to send him some. And uh, if anybody interested in uh, um, some, I've tapped that cigar merchandise. You can definitely head over to the Cigar Prop website or tapthatcigar.com. And uh, also make sure you're following um, uh, um, Cigar Prop and uh, Diggins on uh, social media. I know uh, I'm at Cigar Prop everywhere else. Uh, Diggins, you're a uh, Leaf Light Love on uh, yep, yep. Instagram and YouTube. And um, you can catch us here um, every just about every Sunday, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on YouTube. You can catch us on Mondays, uh, 7.30 Eastern Standard Time on uh, YouTube. I think... Um, We've only got one Monday in, in February, and that's um, uh, coming up, I think, because we'll be doing an interview with the guys from Cigar Medics. They're going to yeah. be on with us. So that that following Monday, we don't have anybody lined up because uh, we're getting together for the show because that weekend will be the uh, the Great Smoke. So we got to yeah. get everything together for that. So I think that's the – unless somebody really wants to come on, then we'll do that Monday night show as well. Um, but we got some great, uh, great um, um, guests coming on. Like I said, we've only got uh, – just a couple of spots left open in March and then we're, uh, we're booked up until April. And then I got to start thinking about vacations and everything else. So we got to, uh, I'll definitely have to start planning out. Um, but yeah. uh, okay. any of our sponsors, definitely check the show notes down below. You can find um, um, everything on our sponsors and uh, I'm going to go Honduras tobacco. Yep. And then I'm going to check um, uh, Facebook real quick while we're still on, because I see, um, um, Mitch had tagged me in a post. I wonder if he posted what, um, what cigars he got. Uh, there we go. And, um, so, all right. So Mitch for his, um, uh, uh, $15 and free shipping. Um, he got, let me see if I can, oh, I can't explode that photo anymore. It's, um, he got an Avo. He got, looks like a Was it uh, unexpected. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it was, um, so he paid the 15 bucks and it was, it was five cigars. He got two stickers. Um, so, and he definitely got um, a great note. Thank you so much for supporting us in cigar prop. We truly appreciate it and hope you enjoy PS. Let us know what you think. So he got five cigars, which I guarantee um, has a retail value of more than $15. Yeah, so, absolutely. So, the Avo alone is 12. Yeah, exactly. So JD, uh, JD kiddo. Yes. Kevin at cigarprop.com. So yeah, so definitely um, uh, check out Subscribestar, and um, you can uh, definitely help the show out. 
Um, right now, um, uh, and, and I'm always up uh, up and uh, uh, up front. Like I said, well, I think we've only got about eight su subscribers. Um, uh, we generate about $45 a month. Uh, this program alone, uh, uh, stream, StreamYard, costs me $50 per month to uh, to have. So uh, I am in the hole each month, So uh, which is uh, not your problem. So I will continue to, to go in the hole if, it, if that's what it takes because I love doing this. So it's always we're going to get we're, we're, we'll have plenty of good sponsors here real quick. We, we, we will. So I'm, I'm not worried about that. And then um, um, then basically what what I do on our, you know, just like I said, being up in front, you know, most of our uh, uh, um, sponsors, we give free sponsorship to in return for cool swag like like uh, uh, the Florida Sun Grown Cigars and everything else. So um, they provide everybody else with cigars and cool swag and great discounts and deals. And um, like I said, it costs everybody. You can subscribe uh, for as little as a dollar a month. Um, the five dollar yeah. the five dollar month gets you some great deals. Uh, Mo uh, from uh, Frontline Cigars, he's got like a ten percent off coupon. That's always good for our subscribers. We've got uh, um, uh, cigar bundles of Miami. We got a uh, Corona cigars. So we got some good deals. So everybody should um, um, head over there and check that out. So yeah. um, Diggins, I definitely yeah. I definitely appreciate it, man. Thank you for us. Yeah, man. Two hours of your of your Monday night with us. What else am I going to do? Oh, exactly. I'm going to be smoking a cigar and watching. Might as well be smoking a cigar and hanging out. Exactly. So, all right, I'm going to uh, throw you down there in the green room, hang out for a second. I'll be right back with you. All right. So, all right. Thanks again to everybody. Um, Jim Miller, no longer on Patreon. Yes, Patreon sent me an email saying that they are uh, uh, weeding through all of the, uh, uh, the cigar Patreon accounts. And anybody that is offering any discounts or deals on Patreon – uh, they're, they're, they're booting us. So, uh, frontline cigars. Oh, I'm sorry. It was 15%. I don't have, this isn't my normal for my regular show notes. I have uh, all that in there. So I apologize about that. Um, and Adam Wolf, um, I uh, can't wait to see you at the great smoke brother. So, all right, everybody definitely appreciate you spending your Monday night with us. And, um, we will see you, um, this coming up Sunday with Jack Heyer from Drew Estate Cigars. So, uh, peace.